Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. If you're enjoying the show, please be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe. You can follow us on Instagram at J-R-E-E Podcast. You can send us an email at jreepodcast at gmail.com. And if you feel like supporting the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash J-R-E-E Podcast. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. Hey, gang, if you are in Ottawa, be sure to check out our sponsor for this podcast, Ward 14. Ward 14 is Ottawa's first and only consignment bar. That's right. Everything inside the bar is for sale. The bar stools, the bar tops, the board games, the fish. I don't know about the fish, but everything pretty much is for sale in this bar. They have a lovely food menu. They have uh, great specialty drinks. The staff are awesome. Uh, It's a quaint little place. If you're looking for a place to go in Ottawa, it's in the heart of Ottawa's Little Italy. Check them out. Ward 14, 139 Preston, right beside the fire station. Uh, Ward 14, sweet little consignment bar. Check them out if you are in Ottawa. Thanks so much. Now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Oh, wow, that was uh, almost like a hard shit. <laughs> that um, one hurt your anus, yeah, Kamar? Definitely, like Ari's. Um, welcome <laughs> back, I had to pull back. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. Uh, I am Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. What's up, barbarians and Patreons and freeloaders? And Simon. What's up? We're it's do- back. We're doing this, Matt. This right. is happening. Don't justify <clears throat> your, your being. Yeah. Uh, for those of you joining us for the first time, uh, what we do here is very simple. The three of us have each listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week based on a scale of one to five or zero to five Jamie Vernon's. And uh, then we're going to talk on some of the points that uh, the guest brought up. Basically shit on everything. How's your week, Kamar? Oh, it was a great week. I was on vacation, which means I listened to all the episodes today. So I may be overlapping. <laughs> oh, wonderful. That's yeah, great. a fucking marathon for you people. That's a big, a big week for you, Kamar. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's actually got it the best way. I always mean to do that. Like, save it for the last day of work and just so binge fresh. listen to all of them. Yeah, so it's fresher, but... No, I didn't like it. Just no, Oh, you don't like it? No, I like listening to maybe two today, but three and a half is what I basically listened to because I started the Legion of Skanks last night. And- I just got to take notes because like Roy Woods, for example, I remember at least seven times where I was like, I have to remember to bring that up. And I don't remember any of the things. Great episode. You have a voice memo thing on your phone, Matty. You could just be like, Siri, take this note. Yeah, blah, it, blah, it just blah. breaks everything up, though, when you're driving around as well. Because, like, I'm driving, so I got to... Yeah, but it'll stop the podcast because it's in your phone. I know. It's just... But you don't have to take hmm. notes because Simon's here. 
Well, but then you might not get to what you want to hear, you know, or uh, to what you want to say. I'm but just saying it'll if come there's up something discussion. You, no, but Kamar, someone could mention joke. aliens and Simon could just get a massive erection. The blood could flow out of his head. He could be taking notes so vigorously that then they bring up something that I meant to bring up, but he missed it because he's so alien. See, you didn't need on. a giant alien heart on there. That wasn't necessary to that story. I think I think you'll start keeping notes. Next At least season. I gave you a giant heart. Yourself. At least I gave you a giant heart on. <laughs> that what is nice. Thanks, yeah. Matt. Thanks. Jesus. Thanks. That's true. What a nice guy. What a friend. I, I start, what a friend. Start taking notes next season. Start taking notes next season. Okay. Um, we got a new batch of weed this week, so uh, I should probably run through those real quick, shouldn't I? First, you should ask me how my week was. Nah. Yeah. My how week was your week, Simon? Okay. <laughs> you were on vacation? Uh, I hurt my back this weekend, so I was a little out of commission. So I decided to binge watch uh, Ozark, which I had been... Uh, you had never seen it. Matt has been so adamant about it that I it's one of those dig in your heels type of scenarios. And, and you regretted it. And it's some of the best television ever. Jason Bateman, Dark. Isn't with, it? With comedy. It's, it's amazing. It's so amazing. Makes you want to go down there too. It's eh? so amazing. It's really good. It's really, Great really good. It's really good. Um, the chick there, the blonde, uh, Ruth, Ruthie. Is just such a great character. Oh, it's and, insane! Yeah, yeah. Do you watch both seasons? I I I have like a, a half an, an episode and a half left in the last season. Sick! Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's very cool though. And dude, El Camino. El Camino. Did I not send you the ad for it? Oh, for the uh, Breaking Bad movie, yeah, yeah. That wow! Netflix is doing some crazy shit, man. That uh, I know you guys probably aren't geeked about it, but that um, yeah, the Dark Crystal, Dark Crystal prequel. Netflix is, like... is done. To quote Andrew Schultz, yeah, I don't. You didn't hear what happened? Apple's coming out with six billion dollars. Yeah, I know that to pay for content. Well, this is probably why they're putting some last no, the, stab. No, but, into but a all lot the of titles series. that Netflix has, they could just buy those. No, no, no. That's the, we had this conversation, and I agreed in principle with Schultz, but I said it at the time. Netflix. The guy that started Netflix is super smart and he's seen, he knows, he knows that they have nothing proprietary and he has always known the writings on the wall, which is why as soon as they had the money, they started making their own shit, which is why Simon's sitting here going, Ozark is some of the best television I've ever watched. And I can name you 10 shows on Netflix that are That will keep amazing, them afloat. That will keep them afloat. Correct. I disagree. Well, do you want to go through them? You know what? We're not doing this what right is, now. But, uh, Six billion is... A lot. Listen, I understand. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Million dollars. I hear what you're I saying. I said this before. Listen, they're going to lose a lot of their market share, but there's people like me that already subscribe to so many bullshit things. You, Maddie, wants to see what happens on season three of Ozark. He has to be a Netflix member to do that. Is there Dave a Chappelle? Three? Dave, yeah, it's coming. Not yet. Chappelle, like Chappelle's thing, just came out on Netflix. You know what I mean? Like the comedians seem to have a really good relationship with Netflix that I have a tough time seeing. Unless the money's insane. But, dude, okay, Jim I see Gaffigan. what you're saying. Yeah, okay, fine. They might have to lower their prices. Maybe they have to go back to like $5.50 for membership. with the guys who are in there now. The I guy, disagree with the you. Guy's not, this is the guy who took Blockbuster out, man. You've got to imagine all the Disney titles that are leaving them because of Disney+. Plus. I understand. I get the Disney. I'm with you there. I, what we're arguing, though, is that some of their content, not all, some of their content is very good. Listen, but I'm Steve, sure Apple could go in there and buy that content. Apple too. got Steve Carell. But what what do you mean? Apple isn't going to go and buy a Netflix series that would they could buy they Netflix. Can. No, well, they're they, not going to though. But the point but is, they could great. So then the Simon, guy wins. They already went out and they have a department. They've had it for like a year, just getting shit ready. Like they have, 
they have three exclusive shows. Like Steve Carell has a show on this Apple platform that's going to come out. I understand. I'm not saying that it's not going to be amazing. I understand. We that. are off the rails I'm not right now, boys. You yeah, we are. We're going to have to wait a year, maybe two years, to see what actually happens. But well, what no, a great, Apple great thing. topic for the the landscape the is changing. Show. Yeah, sure. Um, Anyways, yeah. So bad back, Ozark. If you hear me make some weird animal yelps, that's just me adjusting. But I thought you were going to watch the boys this weekend. Um, there was something went wrong with the download, and when I got up to the cottage, it wouldn't uh, play for some reason. Whatever. Yeah, but I yes, Kamara, that is on the list. That's well, that's watch, just so. another player into this mix. Can I just say for the record too that two Chappelle's came out last night. Oh, really? Wow. Sticks and stones, and then there's a. I mean, the second one is more of it's a half hour where he does Q and A's in New York on like four separate nights. Dude, Buster Rhymes is in the front row. One of them, like this guy's bigger than anything. But it's crazy. He tells a story about like meeting Obama and having like Camilla Harris backstage at one of his shows. I'm telling you, Chappelle's a fucking genius. But hey, he's I definitely s- not I going said on the it show. To you, man. Who's going to argue with you at that is point? The, he has the best stage presence of any comedian I've ever. But you've seen. come around because, like, I I would say that two years ago or a year ago, no, he wasn't yep. a huge Chappelle fan. Not Simon. Um. Just as uh, he's like, not my favorite comedian, I'm just saying. I think the the faces he makes and the ease he has up there makes it so much funnier. He said he, he doesn't have to do anything. He's not throwing his body around. He's not like you know what I mean. It's but timing that, is flawless. The fact that he is so capable of laughing at his own shit, I think, also gives it. Levity. But that comes that he can show up anywhere he wants and just do 45 minutes and not be funny. Yeah. The other thing I watched this weekend, which I only got through three episodes, I can't even believe I got through three episodes, but was The Ranch. With, with uh, the old dude and all the Ford commercials? Ashton Kutcher. And the Scientologist. The Scientologist and the guy from The Big Lebowski, who I love, which is the reason I gave the show. That's the guy I'm talking about, the guy from all the Ford Sam, commercials. Sam. Waters, Sam. Waterson? Sam Waterston? Sam something. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Anyways, it's so terrible, but what makes it especially terrible is it has a laugh track and it's so out of place that I was watching. I was like, Oh my God, is this, is this how it all used to be? And I just never yeah. know. No, but this one must be especially bad or weird or something. Cause it's really off putting. I guess that's why you don't tell ask Simon how his week was. Yeah. Cause it's a 10 <laughs> minute fucking, start. yeah. It's a goddamn spiral. Okay, I'm just kidding. Okay, um, okay real quick. On my own podcast. Real quick. We're smoking pink Kush, purple widow, MK Ultra again. I didn't really like that stuff. I didn't love it. Uh, lemon meringue, black dog, and the green gelato is always incredible. Oh, and gorilla glue. For anyone following at home, light them up. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, Kumar. Herschel. Uh, let's get into it. Simon, you want to run down? Uh... Uh, yeah, so the guests were uh, Legion of Skanks. Which I don't know the number off. Uh, I forgot to write it down. 335? Or 336, sorry. You mean 13? 1336. Okay, Legion of Skanks. And then? And then... Um, Dan Crenshaw, yes. 1337. Yep. 1338, Roy Woods Jr. And 1339 was... I listened to it today. Everlast. Everlast and DJ Melody. Yeah. Who we oh, thought... Oh, you said it properly. Who we thought was well, Joe to, said it wrong a million times. Yeah. So, But we thought it was going to be Steve Ranella. Remember Roy Woods? He's oh, like, yeah. Steve's coming tomorrow. I was like, God. no! Thank, I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's Thank weird. God. I never even thought of that. Never dawned like, on it, me. It, it was a, <laughs> well, true. I just listened to all today. So Joe yeah. jumped a bunch of, uh, oh, yeah, we're going to be having that guy on. In I can't wait for Mark weeks, Norman. So. 
Mark Norman. I, I love Mark that. Norman. Yeah. yeah, funny comedian from New York. Okay. Um, so there's four of them. Is that correct? Yeah. Excellent. We're back to old Joe. All right. Rate the week, Simon. We'll start with you. I give this week a three. You give it a three point eight. Um. Who was the last guest again? Everlasting. Everlasting. Oh yeah. Put that's, your lights on. Yeah, that's gonna drag the week down a bit, isn't it? No, actually, you know what? That episode wasn't even that bad. It was I'll a great. Oh, sorry, Matt. I'll give it a four. I'll give the week a four. I'm in a decent mood. Ooh, Matt, throwing it around. Everlast was a good episode. It was a good episode. Minus and I, and, the live singing. And I th- I thought it was going to be really worse than it was. My beef, though, is I'm a big Beat Junkies fan. So when I saw Melody in the photo, like with the... Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God, awesome. Yeah. And then an hour in, I'm like, oh, he's just not going to touch the microphone. No, he was only there to actually That was scratch. it, yeah. yeah. I mean, he was lucky that he got the mic at one point well, to talk to about Queen the and their 45. Joe's musical ignorance. Yeah. I knew this was coming. But yeah, I'm like I, <laughs> and then I mean Everlast. It seemed like I, even when I thought they were going to talk about the Beat Junkies for a second, like Everlast, like yeah, they have their, uh, you know, their Institute of Sound, and then they just drop it. I was Speaking like, Speaking of the Beat Jump Junkies, junkies. Um, what's his name? Uh, who was the Humpty Dance? Humpty. What was his Humpty name? Humpty Hump. But he did. He did. Oh, no, he was a Digital Underground. Sorry, that's my Digital bad. Underground. But still, yeah. Beat Tupac was in Digital. He underground. just turned like fifty-two. Whatever. Happy birthday, bro. Um, all right. Well, let's start with uh, Legion of Skanks. Let's get into it. Episode number. I don't have it. 1337, 36. 1336. 35. Wow. And the shit I get for never knowing. You think? 36, 36, 13. And we look forward to this even though we just had a week, a heavy week of comedians. <coughs> yeah, but. And it starts with two com- Oh, no, a comedian and then a politician and then a comedian and then. A musical artist. Yeah. 1336, yes. I didn't know about Ari's anus. Oh, sounds like a nightmare. Ari's anus. He has a huge hemorrhoid or something? I guess he's had... I think plural. Yeah, I guess he's had issues his whole life. Yes. But the fact that he'll just pull tissue out of his ass and throw it at you. <laughs> oh, my God. I nearly threw up He's got to be the worst friend to have, right? For sure, right. just pissing under the table whenever, constantly like, pulling his dick out, yeah. no I'm boundaries. Sure, I'm, I'm sure if he wasn't a Jew, he'd be ostracized from the industry. That just keeps his foothold in. Oh, there. that yeah. I I want you guys to call me uh, the crypto Jew from now on. Okay, crypto Jew. Thanks. Oh, that was a quick turnaround. Why <laughs> have you bought Bitcoin or no? It comes up in the later okay. episode. So these guys just went on just because they were in L.A. There's nothing. Um, Specific to to be there. Well, they had to uncuck themselves. They tried. They did. Yeah. I don't think they did a no, good job. No, it was even tamer than the last time they were on. And again, I don't think they had to uncuck themselves. I was being super sarcastic. That was the joke that they had running. But um, yeah, I I just think they pull back when they're on Rogan. They're they're, they're overwhelmed. You know, it was a great moment. Was right at the beginning when they're talking about the forty five thousand dollars of weed Mike Tyson claims to smoke a month. Yeah, and then they they like, break it down. They break it down. They're like, yeah, no, actually, yeah, no, that sounds about right. <laughs> that was a weird thing. Louis no, well, four K, but possible forty thousand dollars. Ten tons of weed. Four blunts. It was four blunts an, an hour. hour. Oh, but that's, but that's 24, twenty-four hours a day. No, but he's just saying. A crew, a yes, crew. it's still crazy, but it seems a lot more um, tenable when you break it down like that. I thought you guys may have felt threatened when you heard that. That's how Mike Tyson's rolling. Mike, Ty- dude, if I had ten grand a month, forty. Sorry, okay, fine. Even if it was ten, like, 
Well, you know what I think we have to do, Maddie, is on our pilgrimage. Yeah. Maybe make a stop in at uh, El uh, Tyson Ranch. It's probably expensive as fuck. Well, I mean, we're going all the way down there. We're going to be in Vegas. And if you outsmoke Mike Tyson, you'll be a legend. You'll probably get a, a year long, a lifelong pass. Listen, I'd love to go. I just don't think it's going to be monetarily. Like, how much are we going with money? Maybe there's like some 40, weird 000. little tour you can do. You know what I'm saying? An afternoon tour. I'm not What's suggesting this? that we. This is nice. The green gelato. Yeah. Suggesting that we stay there and fucking uh, bunk down for the week. You know. Okay. Sorry. Jesus. So, right. so what do you want to do? You want to? I don't want to get high and ride as tigers through the forest. I might interrupt, uh, Matt. You're going at it with this pessimistic attitude with the current Patreon. Who knows what happens next month? Fine. Fair enough. <laughs> Gotta love Kamar. Um. I guess my my question though is like. It's a weed ranch. I wonder if if you pulled up into the lobby just to get some info, if they have like bowls of joints and weed. like, you know what I mean? Well, he wants to make it the amusement park for amusement parks for weed. Uh, well, I will say this. I don't know if you know this, that, you know, the Burj, what's it called? The Burj Al Khalifa. That uh, the, the tall, building. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hundred dollars just to go into the lobby. Like just you, to go into the lobby. Yeah. If you if you're not staying there, if you want to just go and like. Just take in the atmosphere. You get to go up the elevator for a hundred bucks, though, don't you? I'm no, not that certain. probably costs like ten thousand bucks. Kamar might be right. I don't know. That's a good question. I, I think. You Have you guys watched the privileges. documentary of that? Where it's a documentary about the making of that building. No, but I've seen a, it's a in, few. It's like, insane. So because it's so tall and just the way it is, it can't be. That's why they built it like it a can't sale. be a micro inch off because if it starts a micro inch at the base, by the time it gets up to the hundredth floor, it's like a, a foot off or a meter off or whatever it is. And that's what happened. They got to whatever it was, the 70th floor, and they had they found that imprecision. They had to start all over again. It's well, crazy. Luckily, they got oil money. They're like, it's okay. We have a few slides. Oh, dude. We start again. It's probably all for laundering money. Now that I watched Ozark, everything is about laundering money. But that's probably what they're doing, and they wanted to rebuild it a couple of times. But anyways, very interesting documentary. God, Ozark is incredible. Um, I, I felt in this episode, <laughs> there may have been a changing of the guard. How so? Well, I always feel that Legion Skanks was sort of headed by Big J Ogerson. Yeah. Now, this one, you felt like it was uh, more Gomez? I feel Gomez is sort of taking over the reins. I always thought the dude from... Uh, I always thought the guy from Billions was Soder. It is. So who was the guy with them? That wasn't Soder? That's Dave Smith. Soder is on... Dave Smith is part of Legion of Skanks. Dave Smith, Louis J. Soder is too, isn't he? No, Soder and Big J do the bonfire on Sirius, which was going to lead me to Kamar's point, which is... Big J, is, he has the bonfire, he has Legion of Skanks, and he also has his comedy career. Louis J. Gomez is pretty much... Gas Digital. Gas Digital and the Skanks. It would make sense that he would be taking over that podcast, you know? I just meant like the last time they're on, it was like, well, Jay's here and we're with him. I think it's because Joe seems to have a little more respect for Lewis now, whereas last time he clearly had didn't have the time for him. That's right. We, yeah. did, we did observe yeah. that. <laughs> Yeah. So if you if you want to listen back, did we do Legion of Skanks no. on this show? Yes, we have. Yes, we have. No, we did just. We did. 
They were on 1,000. We did oh, just yeah, no, we Gomez. Did. We did just Gomez, and we did oh, just... Oh, that's possible. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thank you. Yeah, no, for once, I'm didn't. the fucking... Yeah, you are correct. You're, you're always correct. the man, buddy. Thank no. you for producing again. Um, the <laughs> thing, not what I'm looking for. My only problem with... like, Obviously, I love the Legion of Skanks. Lists all time. Love to see him getting theirs. But this became a half MMA episode. Oh, it's terrible. And a poor Big J. It, well... Because he, he would throw he, in bits. He sat there for probably, lit, I'm not even exaggerating here, a half an hour having said nothing, then says two things, and then it's like, uh, I got to go, guys. You know, like. Yeah, where, Dan Smith knew a lot about MMA, Dave, too. Dave sorry, Smith. whatever. Fuck, yeah, they both really like MMA. But he and left. When they came on with Joe, sorry, Kamar, when they came on with Joe individually, both Louis J and Dave, they both talked MMA a lot. Uh, sorry, go ahead. I just sort of felt he left his lane being the more the political guy. I mean, he did get into that Dave? with libertarian stuff with Joe. Mm-hmm. But if you want to talk fights, oh, we'll talk fights. Because the only thing is, uh, Jay said, Big Jay said, uh, we know Mickey Gall. It yeah. all sucks when he loses. Um, I love that Louis J. Gomez got a tattoo that says Lou Dog, and he that wasn't even his nickname. <laughs> that is some funny fucking shit, man. I wish I had one of those. They all had horrible tattoos. Big J had like fucking 10 of them. Well, Big J's style is hilarious, man. He's just a guy who doesn't give like number of fucks given zero. Yeah, clearly. He's like a professional wrestler. That wrestle. Yeah, exactly. He's he, that. I find that endearing and it makes him even funnier because you're like this guy just just doesn't care. Stays in his lane. Yeah. Um, but just back to tattoos for a second. So they were talking about... First of all, I I find it very weird as a guy who draws when I'm watching them do a tattoo and it looks like shit, right? And then they wipe away and you see it like that's so weird not being able to see what you're doing. You have no tattoos. No tattoos. And then but the the well, idea I think it's weirder trying to draw with a needle that's well, like consistently that, going up and down that on skin. Too. But I think the biggest thing is I would never want to be responsible for, you know what I mean? Like I fuck up a canvas. I fuck up a drawing. I just scrunch it up and throw it away. I start again. It's my time, but it's nothing else. Like this is, you are fucking somebody up, you know? Yeah. But also a lot of places it's just, you're just tracing. Not to say anything bad about tattoo artists. I mean, it's insane what they do, but I'm saying. You can still make mistakes. I understand. But also that's not the way the game works. A lot of them work as apprentices forever, only doing the smallest of things. And then once you do the small stuff, like super well, then it's like, all right, we'll move, you know. Again, I just, I would never want my job to have that kind of responsibility. Yeah, but think about it. The good ones make so much fucking bread. It's like a hairdresser to a lesser extent, obviously, but you can really fuck somebody up. You know what I mean? Like they're going in to get their hair cut. If you slip on their bangs, <laughs> like you, if you're a girl or something, you know what I mean? And that's super important to you, then that could be really detrimental. I, I'm just saying those are jobs where it seems like you have to have a certain amount of balls. The, to do one, the one attitude they were talking about, which... I'm like, I'm now I, I don't think I give a fuck anymore, but I remember being young, being going, if you're going to get a tattoo, it better mean everything, you know what I mean? For the rest of your life where kids are getting tattoos in their face, willy nilly, whatever, like despite being rock stars. Well, I can even see with my daughter, she's gotten a couple of tattoos and they are like just very basic art. You know what I mean? There isn't Some meaning any, to her. anything to it, but they love it, you know? 
Nothing's actually, colored. It's all just lines. No, drawings. when we were kids, though, if you had a tattoo, you could not get a job. Well, if it was well, it depends visible. on where it was. If you had a, a job neck, you wanted. If you yeah, had yeah, a, if it neck was a neck tattoo, tattoo or, or a face, face tattoo. tattoo. Hand <laughs> tattoo, finger tattoo. Yeah, you're, yeah. Those sure. are all jailhouse things. Sure. I mean, the ironic thing is that when we were growing up, you got tattoos where they could be covered, whereas now the first tattoos they get are the like the most visible places. Yeah. Like Jay said, he got a shade tattoo up on his shoulder and his mom still saw it yeah so you're fucked if you do fucked if you don't i remember when i was like 15 i had a buddy draw a wicked carrot in a black pen and looked like a tattoo for like two days i thought it was pretty badass but great story yeah what am i better was stefan you know who you are um and joe categorically said do not tattoo him on your body he doesn't think it's a good idea he doesn't like it and then posted a tattoo that someone yeah (laughs) two and to which Lewis replied, get a tattoo of me on yeah. your body. Yeah, for sure. I'll get you a T-shirt. I'll get you a, yeah. So when you, I don't fly, so just uh, humor me for a second. When you. But you have. So humor us for a second. Yeah, but I don't remember exactly how this works. And it may, be, it may be different now after 9-11. Actually, probably 100% it is <clears throat> different after You 9/11. didn't fly. You haven't flown post 9-11. Correct. Um, wow. Not a risk taker. So when you get stuck on the runway or like delayed you know where you're stuck in the plane but they won't let you leave yeah can you just say fuck this i'm off i'll i'll sacrifice my ticket but you're not keeping me on this plane or do they physically keep you on well i have two hold on no 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 i'll give you a story first of all they recently kept someone on the tarmac for 14 hours and that person took them to court for kidnapping or like confinement or whatever it was um it's funny you mentioned it though, because that musical I went and saw this week, Far and Away, Come from Away, whatever I believe it it's was. called. Very brave to admit that. It's about um, I didn't know this. It's about nine eleven. Oh, I didn't know that either. So the musical is about how they diverted like thirty five oh, planes yeah, to, to Gander, Canada, Newfoundland. Right? Yeah. They so Simon apparently some of those planes were on the tarmac for twenty eight hours in Newfoundland. Okay. How timely you saw that play and tie it all together with this question. Isn't it? Yeah, I know. So, Interesting. So but to answer, answer your question is, is no, you can't if off. you had been flying 9-11, if you had been in the air and you had been diverted to Gander, Newfoundland, you would have been on that plane, Simon, stuck on that plane, FAA regulations. So if you get off, it's like a $40,000 fine. You can go to jail. Go, Kamar. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure there's people who've gone mad, pulled the chute, and they go to jail. Yeah. So you go from being in... In jail in a, a plane into real jail. Well, the other thing like too, people the, do it. You hold can, on, you can't just do what you want. The other thing people don't realize is that when you pull that uh, door, the slide, it costs a lot of money, right? Not only does it cost a lot of money, but it can kill. It opens so fast that if there's someone down there, it can kill them because mm. the slide just pops open with like the the power. What of a it. crazy story that would be! You get st- this is the the movie I'm writing now in my head. Okay, guy gets stuck on runway. Actually, not a movie episode of Law and Order. Guy gets stuck on runway, 14 plus hours, has nervous breakdown, pulls thing. As he pulls thing, it hits guy on the ground, kills him dead. 
Actually, it's not much of a law and order. It have to I was be just, just a say. law. They might say, uh, bum, bum. How'd, he, how'd he die? <laughs> I think it might be that door. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, we have about 50 witnesses that say well, they, he... They would absolutely uh, go to some witness who wouldn't stop working. And yeah, I saw that guy. Over I did that That, that the other thing day. came flying. But I'm um, sure you also saw the story. A male steward quit while on the plane. Like uh, This is a couple years ago, I think. And he like got on the mic and was right. like, fuck this. Pulled the fucking yeah. slide, slid down, and he ended up. I think they he got charged with like forty thousand dollars worth of shit. Maybe the best exit of all time. If I, if I make it, I'll do that. Like if I get a lot of money, I'll, I'll do that. Sort well, of you'd shit be every flying private, but I mean, it's a good exit. Not but you've also you've also then inconvenienced like I don't know hundreds of people because they're all sitting there on the tarmac about to take off, and then you uh, pull the fucking slide. Oh, are they, Matt, about to take off? Oh my god! Well, yeah, no. At fourteen hours, it could be another fourteen hours. That's everybody the on the plane thing, would eh? clap, and everybody would. Ooh, that's interesting. That's the too. weirdest thing, though. Not knowing you do a poll, to... a poll of the plane. Okay, this is going to cost us forty grand. How many people fit on one of those flights? Two hundred. What's two hundred into forty thousand? Simon, don't forget. I can guarantee you're not manipulative, like and everyone grand. he'd go up to everyone on every chair. They go. Fuck yourself. I'm staying on the plane. No, it's more than that. We got to get out of here, guys. We got to get out of here, guys. I was flying. I'm doing it anyways. Who's with me? (laughs) I was flying Boston to Frankfurt last March, and it started snowing, and we sat on the tarmac for three and a half hours. And then they canceled the flight. Yeah, that sucks. Did you have a cell phone or a a smartphone? Come on, I was in first class. You had everything. I... I did. I could oh, not have cared. Yeah, you're saying the plane wasn't delayed long oh, enough, dude. I literally <laughs> that the, should be a vacation. Kamar, the only thing just go on an airplane first class. The only thing the that sucked for us was that we had a two and a half hour layover. So once we hit three hours, I said to Mary, "I go, we just missed our connecting flight, and that like it fucked our whole trip up." But like I said, I couldn't, dude. They were like the captain's very towel, so- please. yeah the captain's like they're we're very sorry and I just thought to myself I go Mary there's people in coach back there that are so miserable right now mm-hmm. and I was like I just finished my second movie that might be the greatest day of your life it was incredible. already happened who knows you know it was a crazy moment on this podcast he said um, I don't know which one of them said that they were talking about the homeless problem yeah and then they were like. Homeless people in Canada are especially aggressive. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was big Jay Hokerson said it. Do you remember that guy who used they to are. have the one leg and he'd walk around and he'd try and kick you with his other, well, his only leg? No, I don't remember that. I remember the guy who had the, the cup, cup on his arm. I was knew you were going to bring up Henry. Henry. <laughs> I knew <laughs> you were going to bring up Henry. And there's a guy oh, with okay. one arm that does, uh, no, no, he's got two arms, but he does uh, push-ups. 25 one-arm I, push-ups. I know him. Yeah. He's but getting I, old. I can't believe you like, that, you're like two and a half push-ups. There's also the guy that tells jokes. Yeah. Tell you a joke for a quarter. Yeah. Well, none of that sounds aggressive. Oh, no, but if you're rude to them, they'll be rude back to the you. The kicker, he was just kicking you. All yep, the time. To prove he could do it. And you couldn't do shit because he was on crutches. My left foot. And he only had one leg. Um, I think it's safe to say, though, if you're a homeless person in L.A., uh, you're in a much better scenario than if you're a homeless person in, like, Ottawa or Montreal or Toronto. Yeah, you got Just because once October rolls around, I'm telling you, that is some, uh, that is a misery that you wouldn't wish on anyone. Even September, like the nights get, you know, you're down to close to zero some of those nights. Man. Yeah, but Simon, I'm talking when it's minus 30 and, and like you can't find yeah. a great no, no, warm enough. Sure. Like, fuck sure. that. Yeah, those li- homeless camps in L.A. sound crazy. Well, 
I didn't want to do this, but I've got a new segment. It's called Kamara's YouTube recommendations, and they always talk about Skid Row. And you can go on YouTube and the watch BMX, that BMX guy just going through Skid Row, and it's about a seven-minute video, and it exemplifies everything Joe says. Yeah, it's insane. Boom! That was Kamara's YouTube tip. That's Kamar's YouTube tip. YouTube tip. YouTube Brought to you by tip. Kamar, but it could be someone else if you ordered it. You're hilarious. Um, I have seen that. I have seen that video though, and it's it, nuts. And, and it is like, and that's dude. There's a few times where he ends is. up in these like back alleys, and there's there. I'm thinking to myself like, what is this guy doing? <laughs> Going back the other yeah, way. and then he's kind of like, I think there was someone in there, but I got kind of freaked out, so no, I just it, turned around, it, and I was it's, like, it's it's fuck really. You. Uh, there's no exaggeration, and uh, Joe mainly talks about underpasses. I bet he doesn't even know about. Like it's just, it's, it's crazy. It's seedy. That's what it is. All Joe knows about is the underpasses. <laughs> well, you, this is like the embodiment of Joe over here. So of course you'd be defensive. Sorry, Joe. I know you know all about the homeless more than I do. More than I do. <laughs> Sorry, come on. We don't have a fight about it. I mean, again, if you were home, I, I actually saw a video the other day. Someone posted on Instagram of this guy, this homeless guy in L.A. had built basically like a a one bedroom home just on the sidewalk in L.A. Like out of wood. He had a fucking screen door. He had built a patio. And the guy with the video was like, I, I don't get this. He's like, this is on the sidewalk. This is like, this is public. And the guy's just sitting out on his patio. The street of L.A. that he built. Squat. Yeah, it's incredible. Interesting. I wonder which has the worst problem, um, New York or L.A. L.A. Because they have the nicer climate, they must. Unless there's people living underground in New York with the rats. I'm telling you, though, man. When I lived in New York, there was no homeless. And when you talk to people, they were like, yeah, Giuliani just shipped them out. To L.A. Or wherever Portland. Who knows? I mean, there's that's documented. A, that's a long shipping. <laughs> there's documented. It's been documented, like cities, major cities, giving the homeless one-way tickets to. Well, it's they did it on the wire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's that been that that's because that's been, line. and I don't think they made that up. That was based no, on that's, some truth. No, that's that's what I'm saying. I don't think anything on that show was made up. Um, Matt, how about him talking about the five-fingered shoes? Yeah, we were just talking about five-toe shoes. Yeah, but, well, but they're yeah. that's a glove you're talking about there, Simon. <laughs> Kamara's just wearing gloves on his feet. He can't afford those running well, shoes. I don't have fingers on my so. feet, so I don't put gloves on them. He's got a super big toe. Uh oh. <laughs> no, I love the guys. Obviously, I didn't see why they had to be on there unless. Hold on, but who cares? We we. No, no, I'm, we, I'm, I'm saying something. Okay. I'm saying something. Oh. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> Unless whoa, he whoa. wanted to have a good jovial hang before the next podcast, because it was it was much more serious. You know what I mean? Like, they were just cracking wise off of everything. Those guys can go as, as far as they need to. Remember when uh, Louis, Louis is talking to uh, Joe about uh, Ari uh, doing the cabaret show, and Joe's like, okay, whoa. You know people listen to this. Like, before you go any further, and Jay Pipes goes, oh, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. And then that, that's when he raped her. Yeah, that was amazing. Because <laughs> they're like, oh, yeah, Joe, we know, we know. And he was worried that he was throwing Ari under the bus. Um, I so they go, they go so deep. Like they, they, like I said, I listened to the joke about that guy who died three days earlier. They were joking about it. I love, I love Legion of Skanks. Mm-hmm. I like that podcast. But sometimes I find that they're like um, 
trying to be the most offensive podcast trying to be in the, the world. most offensive podcast and it doesn't need to it's unnesometary times that's what it's called their podcast that's what it's called their podcast yeah no i mean i themselves. i get it yeah as we have <laughs> right yeah exactly <laughs> happened exactly. to joe yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I thought that they talked about um, somebody throwing water balloons at the cops and them having to just take it because of the age of the body internet. cams and or cams. In I was general. under the impression that you can't throw anything at the police. That I don't think you could. The throw second anything. you're throwing water balloons at them, that's considered um, like you're attacking them. Because what if there's acid in those water balloons? What if there's um, we have, bleach in those water balloons? We have balloons? to see the video, but I believe it was children. It wasn't But at the same time, adults. I just don't believe that they'd have to sit there and do nothing. I think the second you, um, again, not a lawyer or... So you're calling out Dave Smith? I think, I, I think I'm calling out whoever... Dave Smith is saying normally these cops would beat the shit out of everybody. I don't think that was a but good example the, for him. Right. Yeah. I'm calling him out. Come on. Well, I guess we have to see the video. My new segment. Everyone tune into uh, uh, no. Kamar show Simon a video. <laughs> Let's do it. New segment. Perfect. Ba, da, 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 da. I'm sorry. It's not working right now. Um, um, no, this can't just be all fucking Kamar segment. No, apparently there's 72 segments uh, episode and they each have their own theme music. No, Get ready to edit, Matt. In case you miss it, uh, Simon was <laughs> questioning the validity of Dave Smith's story about the police getting pelted by the water balloons. Oh, I saw the video. It wasn't water balloons. It was like buckets of fucking water. Well, what if those were acid? I was saying to Kamara, I was under the impression that you cannot throw or uh, threaten the police in any way. And the second you do that, you are not for them to beat the shit out of you, but they can certainly protect themselves in any way necessary. I have a feeling that the NYPD, listen, they're damned if they, I'm, I'm not one to defend the cops. In this scenario, they're damned if they do, they're damned if they don't. Yeah. It's a bunch of black kids throwing water on them like what are they going to do arrest them we weren't Beat even the shit discussing that we were just discussing whether i did not know they had even, a color uh, oh, that's a little off but anyways yeah I, we kamara and i don't see we're, color yeah we're just talking right, people there Maddie. human beings anyways yeah. my point is if the cops arrest them or beat the shit out of them like then what then there's an uproar because it's like new york police department arrests cops uh, arrest kids over water fight you know i mean i think they made the right choice they let they were like okay now i'm wet and they're cops they're probably like now i'm wet Union says I'm done for the day. Simon doesn't believe it. I, right. belie- I believed it. Uh, you know what Joe did a lot in this podcast? He didn't laugh as much as he said, that's hilarious. Yeah, frustrating, isn't it? <laughs> Hearing someone say that. I don't mind it so much. I don't think they have the same sense of humor. No. Uh, the obvi- Skanks and Joe. Obviously not. Like, it's, it's, it's totally they're, different. They're too... Um, uh, vulgar. I it's think. become apparent with vulgar. all their, their I don't interactions even know vulgar or whatever. Is even the word, but there's something skanky. You know. They're too skanky. But for you. Big J, out of all of them, Big J is so quick, man. That guy is hilarious. Yep. Like you, you can totally understand why he's so great at crowd work because he's just on podcasts and on his podcast, um, the bonfire. He's constantly just like he's just so good at. Quick little and little voices and, and going places. I don't know about his voices. Oh yeah, he's he does a good black voice and a good Joe's uh, Mike Tyson is voice. pretty good. Well, he used to do it as his act. Oh, he did okay. when he was horrible. <laughs> uh, by Joe's admission. Yeah. Um. 
<laughs> Joe, Joe, he must have been really baked. Oh, well, they were obviously yeah, they were really baked. Because at one point he was talking about... Um, Babies and guns. Do you remember that whole yeah, thing? Yeah, I, like, I almost what, turned it off. What is going on here? What is going on here? You know why I do it was serious? Because he did the over the shoulder to JB. This is funny. Because eh? <laughs> the guys were like, should we go with the baby gun thing? Yeah. He's like, JB, back me on this one. Nobody knew what to do with the baby gun <laughs> and thing. And then he's like, no, no, I'm serious. Like, obviously a baby can't shoot a gun because it'd blow out of his hand. But if it could hold it. Yeah. It'd be a lot of fun for a baby, eh? Oh, and those babies would be crazy. They'd just be shooting everyone. And he can't hate a baby for shooting a gun. It's just a baby. <laughs> I mean, he has a point, but... It'll be on as the next special. <laughs> uh, they talked about Tesla sucking dicks, but... having Nicholas the... Tesla? No, no. The, a new, the car. A new option in the oh, car. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Combined with the sex doll. Yeah, that's possible. No. It's not. It was a, a pretty, um, it wasn't the most gay-friendly podcast that Joe's ever done. Just to be. They're, they're gay bashing? He doesn't want to say that clearly. He just wants to say it was it was clearly not gay-friendly. I don't know if you noticed how fucking politically. <laughs> Double negative. Like, yeah, like, what, what are you trying to say here, Simon? I think you just said kill all gays. <laughs> I'm misunderstanding. I, I, I didn't find it overly homophobic. I like that you can't read your own writing. This is great. This one just maybe you guys can help me out. This is this is a new, a new segment. A new, new segment. Si- oh new Simon God. segment. No. I can't read morning my, radio. My <laughs> own writing. And what does this note mean? Lenny. Bruce. Dyke. Oh, Dykstra, Dykstra versus Dykstra the bagel fight guy. Bagel midget. Yeah. Bagel man. Yeah, well, I, knew, I, I don't know what that other about. word you said before means, but it sounds oh, offensive. He was a midget, though. Uh, I'm offended a, li- again. a little person. I'm sorry, Kamar. I'm sorry. And he's not a midget. Put your earmuffs on. He's not a little person either. He's like above the threshold. He's just a short dude. Yeah, oh, he's, they he's were, just super they were short. Gotcha. They were yeah. insulting He's an hateful have you, today. have you not seen this guy, Simon? No. Oh, wow. You haven't seen the video. Well, that's another no, video yeah. you have to watch. No. But you've seen Lenny Dykstra. Kamar, there's a new episode, a new segment for your new um, game. Show Simon a video. <laughs> Come right up when I get some Wi-Fi. Um, have you seen Lenny Dykstra, though? I mean, I know who Lenny Dykstra is. Like, he's been good to life, and life has not been good back to him sort of thing. Man. I can't imagine. He didn't, probably hung out with Daryl Strawberry and Doc Gooden. Didn't the Blue Jays beat him in the World Series? Not as bad as he beat himself over life. Oh, clearly. <laughs> it's going to be sad to watch him beat up that guy. But I hope they both get paid. What did Theo Vaughn say about Daryl Strawberry? He goes, nah, I don't know. If, I don't know great. if you know this about Daryl Strawberry. He's in the Hall of Fame for baseball. He's also in the Hall of Fame for cocaine. <laughs> um, I kind of remember this, but don't really remember it. The that fight on Tila Tequila's reality show. Oh yeah, that was a screamish one describing what got happened. His eh? jaw fucked up or whatever. Two guys oh, fought on I had that to, reality yeah, show. I had to stop listening. But what I'm wondering went, Stop, stop. Went, I know. It, stop, Kamar. Yeah, you look I know. It was like the thing from Stranger it Things. It went, like, yeah. no, no, like the Predator. I, I the two Yeah, from Stranger Things, you know? That two Oh yeah. well. Um, <laughs> that's more uh Ari's asshole. But more <laughs> Good one, Kamar. That's disturbing that that can happen to someone. Well, more what I was driving at was this is one of the very first reality shows, that Tila Tequila one. That was like early on. The heart, Love of Heart and all those No, that was not one of the early. First of all, I mean. It was pretty early. They've talked about it recently. Survivor is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
ridiculous. Amazing Race. I don't want to argue about whether it was Bachelor. one of the first ones. But even then, Tequila Tequila, I don't even think was close to one of the first ones. Kamara, at some point when you have some time, can you pull up where that fits into the whole Rolodex? My point was going to be, how does all reality shows or reality television not stop at that point? Like when somebody gets hurt that bad. Fear Factor? Nobody's ever got hurt like that on Fear Factor. But they're eating fucking testicles. But these people fought each other. It's not a show about fighting. Like, things got out of hand. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It just seems odd to me. Uh, but it really made There was no fallout from that at all. Not that I didn't disrespect her, but Randy Couture's wife. Explain. Uh, they told that story to Joe, and then Joe's like, yeah, that happened to her. It broke her jaw loose. And she went back and fought. Oh, she was a fighter. She was a fighter, Randy Couture's I wife. I don't remember that. And he said that she, it broke her jaw, so they were both separate. And uh, she went back in, fought, and then had to get it wired up. Which makes me the heebie-jeebies. It must be adrenaline, though. You know what I mean? Do you guys remember when they were talking about um, another story that... Uh, the guy getting hit with the brass knuckles? But they were just talking about how when you were a kid... I guess wherever they lived, you could just go and buy brass knuckles or whatever. Nunchucks, throwing but stars. But for us, um, I just remember when we went on a trip to Quebec City, and you could buy all of that shit. We all bought switchblades with springs in them. We like brass knuckles. They just sold everything there. We're horrible. But that wasn't like that in Ottawa. Like we couldn't just go out and buy a switchblade. No, you couldn't go, go buy and brass knuckles. You'd have to go somewhere to buy fireworks. That was only in this weird little. All right, Maddie. I see. I'm obviously wrong. Those are no. Band I'm laughing weapons. at what you guys oh, okay. are saying. Sorry. <laughs> Those are Jesus. banned weapons. No, I just thought it. You know, tequila, tequila, it's, 2017. Well, it's 2007. So which it's is, not. But it it still is one of the earlier groundbreaking um, stuff. Yeah. I don't. I, I wouldn't go as far as saying groundbreaking. I wouldn't no. say seven years in is early, but that's fine. Seven years in. I mean, listen. In 20 years, they'll say, "Yeah, it was one of the early ones." But I'd say right now, Big Brother. If you consider that perfect it's perfect, gentlemen. Hold on. If you consider that it's been it. around, just give me a sec. If you consider that reality TV has been around 20 years, then considering that something that came in seven years at this point, it's not that early. That's all I'm saying. You know what, Simon? You want to be right, so you're right. Yeah, you're right, man. It was the first reality show ever. Yeah. That sounds better, you heard too. It for, you heard it here. If anyone ever tells you differently, just uh, pull this up. So when they saw that uh, jaw break, they should end ended it, except someone came with an idea for Naked Afraid. It's taking all my self-control here. Duck Duck Dynasty? Uh, I think it should have ended once they stayed at that Airbnb with all the fucking flies. That should have been the end In of Kura reality Bura. TV. Really? Yeah. Simon, what else you got there? Is that it for the skanks? Uh, they talk about Shadden Floyd. Shadden Floyd. No, Shadden Floyd, which oh. is pleasure. Floyd. Yeah, that's which yours. Is pleasure, wow. pleasure derived by yeah. Simon's misery. My bad. My bad. The pleasured Floyd takes at Simon's misery. That's it. That's all. Rate it. You rate it. Or I give it a whoa. Uh, three. I give it two and a half just because it just. It was nice to see the guys, but we still comedian heavy. I need some juice. It just was like, all right. Too much fighting talk, I guess. I love the boys, though. It really wasn't as good as it could have been. I don't We think should really put that out there. Like, I, said, it's, it's I right. give it a three and a half. I thought it's it was, right. uh, I don't know. Maybe you guys just had these big, you guys seem to have these big expectations. No, I don't like when they talk about fighting. Okay, well, I like I like the UFC. Yeah, so. perfect. But it gets annoying in the last episode when they talk about the exact same fight. And Joe said this, and I'm just like, what am I doing here? Anyways. And remember, too, when there's three guests on, 
Everybody has to take their turn to talk. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, so, they all have good uh, rapport. Well, and, they're used to it. Exactly. Yeah. And they're good at jumping in. And my favorite part about uh, Legion of Skanks is you genuinely see like Lewis laughing at uh, Big J. You know, like he thinks he's funny. They they oh, laugh yeah. at each other. Oh, I love yeah. it. It's oh, yeah. like there's no. no shitting around there. I love those guys, man. Hopefully, no, shit, no shitting around. It's not like here where we're mailing in laughs. You know. Hopefully, we'll be doing the Legion of Skanks uh, next year, boys. <laughs> were you just saying stuff like, "Yeah, that's funny." Right. Hilarious. Yeah. That's hilarious, Matt. So it was a good podcast, nothing special, nothing earth shattering. I think Lewis tried to throw an Epstein, and I uh, don't think Joe took the bait. Well, they uh, that's untalkable. Kamara's untalkable continue. Uh, <laughs> podcasting. On to the next one. Simon, he said on to the next one. That's your cue, buddy. Well, what Kamar says, 1337, Dan Crenshaw. Really interesting guess, wouldn't you guys think? Well, thank God it wasn't another comedian. Yeah, yeah, it could have been anybody at this point. Throw Goggins into there just to no, break up. No. no, of course not. I'm just joking. No, I would only heard this guy over Goggins. Oh, for sure. any day for sure. This guy, especially because it felt like it was sort of a a balance having Bernie on. It was it was weird when I found out that he was 38, 35, 35. Yeah, yeah. You're younger that, than I am. He's yeah. definitely weird, and the way he has his opinions. Like, um, well, he's a military guy. He's a seal. And he just started being a politician, right? He's or a, yeah, a he's senator just or whatever. Congressman. Three months or six months or something. Yeah. And I, I, I don't think they talked about it, but I think SNL might have helped him because he was in the middle of running for it. Oh, it definitely helped. <laughs> when that for happened. Sure. So, um, yeah, I had an issue uh, with one of the things he said about. Um, when Joe pushed on him because he doesn't like Tulsi or disagrees with Tulsi, but like she's a soldier too. Maybe not a SEAL, but it made him seem like Tulsi doesn't almost like being in wars. No, no. He just said they disagree about a lot of stuff. But I mean, keep in mind too, she was in the medical unit and he's a SEAL. So well, I no, can he... understand why they have very different viewpoints on the war. I believe the first one I'd guessed. The first one I'd guessed. You're fucking hilarious. But when he was talking about, like, Joe asked him why we need all these bases. And he was like, so we never have another 9-11. And his um, logic was, like, we didn't do anything to we, we didn't do anything to that guy. There's no bases. There were bases there. Like, there were bases everywhere when it happened. That yeah. Guy, yeah, sorry. And so what if he what pushes if he? him back on, because we all feel that. 9-11 was just Osama bin Laden, no help from anyone else. Like, I don't even know where we are on that. You know what I mean? Like, who's what we all? The three of us? The three of us. No, I, I don't necessarily think that. Exactly. Whatever it is, had please, he... Please don't speak for me. Pardon me, Simon. It won't happen again. But had he taken it there with this guy, would that have been interesting? Had he taken it where? To the 9-11 was an inside job? Well, this, I, well, this I guy would, was... Uh, yes, sorry, Dan Crenshaw's on. arguing point... <laughs> Was that we need bases all over the world and have to do this so another 9-11 never happens. When he was 17 when it happened, you know, probably the callous from joining the army. I just want, what I really want one time, and no one ever brings this up, I just want, I want Joe to look at him in the face and be like, okay, well, what if every other country wanted to have a base in the U.S.? Perfect. Oh, here you go. This is the line I'm going on. Like, I just well, thought- no, I just I would like that question asked posed once. Like, why do you guys 
get to have bases everywhere you want? What makes you the moral authority in the world where you can go and and like the idea of pushing? Well, he said the countries want us there. We're working with them. Why do we have embassies? I don't know. That was the weakest. And who am I to argue with a fucking Navy SEAL? That's my only qualm with the whole thing. You know what I mean? But I thought a lot of his his ideas were just... Just because he's a Navy SEAL doesn't mean that his opinion on everything is going to be the right one. Absolutely. But you're like... I would actually argue that as a Navy SEAL, he's almost too close to it to have an objective opinion. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would just love to if uh, he had asked Building 7 or something. Just because that was Tower his, seven, that yeah. was his main argument point for occupation, and they left it there. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Joe's not going to say, well, we, we want another 9-11. I will say this to you guys because you guys, I think we do this a lot where we, we push back on Joe about how he doesn't push back enough on the guests. I think we've realized after many episodes that have gone awry he doesn't want to get in these scenarios where it's just two people having a pissing contest or pushing back or getting stuck in an argument loop for well, 25 minutes. You know what I mean? Like, and, and to Matt's point, Joe is weathered enough at this point, a veteran enough to know I'm not going to do that right at the beginning of the podcast because it's going to derail this whole thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it still has to be entertaining for the people yeah. who are listening. I'm not, I'm not saying I, I thought Joe did a great job. It's just at that point I was like, uh, then we move on. I mean, listen, it. I, come on. I agree with you. I wish <laughs> there was some pushback. Like I wish Joe, he, he's a comedian. He's smart. Like, like what I said, just pick something that you can poke a hole in that. No problem. You have to be able to. Like, I know Matt doesn't like when we talk about other podcasts on this podcast that talks about another podcast, but on Tinfoil Hat the other day, Sam had some guy who was, like, staunchly believed that Muslims were totally up to no good. And did you not listen to that episode? Yeah, I did. And Sam totally calls him on it, which is what you're asking Joe to do here. No, I'm not saying Okay, but I mean, hold on. I think... I think all these countries hate America because all those bases and all that occupation. No, but all Sam was saying, he was just saying, look, um, we do bad things too. Say it. Say we do bad things too. You know what I mean? And these it guys, was, no, no, you got to see what these guys are up so to. Yeah. I, I, but again, it was so awkward to listen to that you were like, this is hurting my ears. You know what I mean? The sentiment was correct, but it doesn't make for good podcasting. Uh, in your opinion, I, I'm sure lots of people love that. You really? Know I mean? It was horrible. Because man. I'm sure most guests on Sam Tripoli are looking for the exposure, not to help Sam Tripoli. Anyways, it doesn't matter. That's off topic. What I did like about something Crenshaw said when he was talking about that Saturday Night Live thing where they called them uh, a hitman in a porno. Um which actually is pretty funny. Uh, he said, just because it's offensive doesn't mean I have to be offended by it, which is, that's perfect. Fine. We want to acknowledge that it's offensive. Okay. But you don't need to make a deal about it. Well, I believe that's the overriding message of the book that he was on there to push, really. Yeah, but I, is that hold, on, he, hold on, hold is on. Is that what he was doing, Kamar? I think so. His intentions were? I also don't, I, I don't actually like that statement because it still gives... It still gives clout to the fact that what they said was offensive, and I don't personally find it that offensive. Well, I get it. You he lost. don't, but some people may be offended by it. You Fine. can't take away the right of people to be but offended. What if so Just said, shut up about it. You know? What if Zoe said, maybe, he, yeah, Matt's a part of the podcast. He, he, I think you produced it or whatever. Would you be upset? No. Okay. Like, okay, you, Simon, of course people have the right to find whatever they want offensive, but I'm... 
my argument is just that it, it you're watching Saturday Night Live. Like they're obviously trying to make you laugh. They said he looks like a hitman in a porno. It's no matter what comedy show you go to, Matt. Maybe not you, but like some other person. There's a good chance that something that comedian say says is going to offend you. It doesn't mean you don't like that comedian. It doesn't mean you don't think he's funny. That particular joke doesn't resonate with you. It was offensive, but shut up. Don't say anything and nobody has to know about it. You know what I mean? You go on with your day and watching the show. But and, he, he didn't even say that was the offensive part. He said the part was when he lost his eye in the I, army or I, whatever. I get it. Okay, okay, Simon, my point though, I'm just like, debating the, the worth of that absolutely, statement. Absolutely. I'm just saying stop. First of all, you should in general stop being offended by words. I think that's the first thing we should take away from Amen. everything. Amen. And then if you want to be offended, pick the worst of the fucking worst to be offended by. That's what I would say to you. So your problem is not with that statement, but with this guy's situation. You like the statement. You don't like the choice this guy made. What are you talking about? The well, choice Dan Crenshaw made? Yeah. To, I, he said that statement, but he obviously was offended enough to go and I would have preferred, yeah, take he, the publicity I, about it. Here I would have go, preferred if he had just taken the publicity and said, I actually don't find it that offensive. Look, I lost my eye fighting for your freedom to say this kind of stuff. It's a joke. You're trying to make people laugh. like. And now I'm sending missiles off. Well, to no, destroy like, the world. I'm sorry, but think about it. Think about it. This guy has no problem with Americans putting bases in countries and then just saying willy-nilly like, no, no, they want us there. But at the same time, then he's going to be like, but I think it's offensive for you to joke about the eye I lost fighting for your freedom. It just, it's a weird paradoxical roundabout thing that I don't really understand. Like the first thing that I never, ever, ever get is people getting mad at jokes about service men and women or about the army or about any of that shit it's like just because you serve what are you serving for you're serving for freedom that's the whole fucking idea that's paycheck. The, that okay fine but the the premise that i've been raised on is that americans fight for their freedom so if that's the narrative you want to roll on then you have to fucking ex you have to let people exercise that freedom to say whatever they want and that's freedom of speech that's what you fight for that's what you go overseas and kill people for correct so then guess what? At that point, nothing that comes out of anyone's mouth can be that offensive to the point where you're going to be up in arms about it. That's all I'm saying. Well, I think that's exactly what I said, too. Don't get up in arms about it. Be offended yeah, but you still know. But again, but I like like I said, I still you're not going to break people of being offended. That's a silly. I'm not idea, talking about breaking you know? people of being offended, but I'm saying him going on there and saying. He just he he was taking the the total middle ground by saying, "Yeah, listen, it's offensive, but I didn't get offended." Mm -hmm. Look so how offended again, Matt is. That so again, you don't like him. He could have done better. He could have been better. Okay. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. Anyway. Yeah, I just think it would have been better if he had been like, <laughs> "I thought Pete Davidson's the fag who died at 11." <laughs> no, I just wish I just wish he had been like, "I fought for this guy's freedom to say whatever he wants." So let him say it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> And again, it got him elected, so I just find it fucking ridiculous. I'm sorry if I offended it. <laughs> everyone. <laughs> I'm sorry if I offended everyone. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I just found it a fucking... I, I don't know. I don't like that polit I don't like that politician's answer. Well, Go ahead, Kamar. I can see you fucking... I can see you uh, no, but did, Ray Charlesing over there. Did you feel there. squirming through the mental gymnastics that he 
justified lobbyists for something that we all like have dude blue that in the was face. insane yeah oh, that guy totally face. lost me there man blue in the face saying lobbyists are the worst i'm like i don't and know then, no, i don't but know he, what you're he talking actually about. had the gall to say they can only give four thousand five hundred or whatever menial it. amount of money and like are you fucking kidding me I mean, they ask for stuff. They never ask me for stuff. Yeah, I'm they, not there. They never ask me for stuff. <laughs> it, it was just like, listen, noob, but coming. But like, without being a pushback, I mean, I'm not smart enough to say what he says wrong. But I'm the, I'm the, I'm so plaster scene that I was like, yeah, lobbies do. They're just fine. It's just two a man and a woman could give uh, five thousand. Like, do you know what it felt like to me? It felt like he actually has an eye under there, and that that patch just has talking points behind it. Like yeah. he's just reading the the handbook. Like he's like, no lobbyists can only actually do this much, and then the page turns under his eye. He's like, oh, actually, they can only give up to. I just didn't buy. I don't know. That's it was just so offensive. It was mumbo jumbo. <laughs> yeah. then, he, then he leads into the only thing keeping down the drug prices are the insurance companies. <laughs> <laughs> They're saving our lives. Yeah, no, that too. Yeah, <laughs> that argument. I was like, "What the fuck is going on right now?" Like, but I could see, like, oh, I guess that's a good argument. I'm like, you know, I'm I'm not smart enough to push back on it. But even then, I'm sitting there going, "Joe, you had Bernie on last week, exactly." So you don't have any of those talking points left. You can't bring up. No, Joe's a repeater, not a remember. Oh my god, it was really frustrating listening to this one, and I still thought it was a good episode because, like. You know, I don't think this guy's a bad guy. I just think he has some fucking wonky ideas about how the world works. Yeah. And like, yeah. And uh, he seemed like, uh, and again, he's he was so much more well spoken. I thought he was much older than he was. So for some reason, I was giving him more credit than I think he was due. But why? Because of his age? I don't give a shit. We about both that. gave more credit than we think. Anyways, he was due. what the point I was getting at was, it kind of reminded me at some points of. Was it Candace Owens who yep, was on Joe sure, Rogan sure. when she was trying to tell him that she didn't believe in climate change? Yeah. That but whole. He, he pushed back. No, but but just her whole. I haven't done any research. I don't know anything about anything, but this is my stance. I'm holding out. Yeah. And the, he seemed to have some of those. Um, well, no, he seems like he knows. Like, uh, I don't he's, know. He's referred to numbers because. Uh, Listen, 99% of people know that uh, you can make statistics about 100% of anything. But the, but they had the, they had the golden moment that's when uh, funny, I don't think that's how that went. They had the golden moment when Joe was like, "Isn't it crazy seeing uh, videos funny. of Fuck Obama you. say <laughs> don't bring your children here, don't immigrate yep. here, they'll be separated." And he's like, "Yeah. yeah that's something." <laughs> like it was well, it was they it was, love that. Of course. Yeah. Um just back to his army days for a second. I did like when they were talking about the boot camp for the Navy SEALs because it wasn't politically charged, right? Um, but when he said, uh, you're a SEAL before you get to Hell Week. Now you're just proving it. That's yep. a, it's a cool idea. Oh, you, yeah. you have all his No. Because that's what he is. I don't have all his quotes. He's, he's a there. politician, motivational speaker. But I, I wonder if he pushed back when he said I broke my leg. It wasn't a combat fracture. It was just a little fracture. Like, but I, I had to start over again. And what was it? And when Joe was talking about uh, trying to get more people to vote, and he was just like, "Well, there's no, there's no proof that oh, if we do this, it's going to get more people out. You're just going to get." Mo-. It would just seem like he was fighting it for the sake of fighting. And then with the the marijuana, like you could see he had taken. Well, no, a we'll save that. We'll save and, that for the end because that really goes bad. Mm-hmm. But what you were talking about there. 
is the Electoral College, all these things. And, you know, our theory of voting online, you know what I mean? This was his time to sell it to this guy. He's like, nah, we can't do that. Our voting machines are floating. Like, just selling all the things that we have. It was weird, though. He he was selling every reason that the voting system doesn't work. He sat there and he was like, well, if you go to every county, every county has a different way of counting the votes and a different machine. Goes to Simon. Um, and I was sitting there thinking like... No, I just gave it to you. Oh, I was I was thinking the whole time. I'm like, this is why the voting doesn't work. This is why your turnout sucks. Everything you're saying right now is why no one you're fucking votes. You're making it uber complicated. Yeah, I was like, this is fucking but, bananas. But the whole time, everything he's saying and justifying saying, because I want less government. We want less regulation. We want less... Well, rules. a we lot of times less- he was saying... Um, is this a solution that's going to feel good for us or is it actually going to make a difference? Uh, that's a great and line. And that just felt like... That's a great line. That felt like the equivalent of calling somebody a Nazi. That That's a conversation ender. You know what I mean? Like, No, it doesn't, obviously, Kamar. Sorry, I didn't mean to it was clear a bad you like joke. that. No, no. I oh. just don't... I don't know. Matt, was that hilarious? Yeah, that was really funny. Thanks, this guy... <laughs> Clap now, please. This guy. <laughs> he just seemed like. Please clap. Again, it just seemed like there was talking points flowing well, through that uh, eye patch. Of course, from the right wing, and they're just they're succinct and they're, they're very difficult unless you really want to get into a, a brouhaha to counterpoint. Can I, I? Can I actually? Sorry, come on. Were you getting somewhere there? I think Joe did him a favor by not bringing up abortion. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he would have sunk his ship there. So just while we're on gun control, because he, so here's like a statement he made that got me thinking. But then I'm like, well, hold on, is he just spinning this? Okay, so um, he's he, they're talking about the automatic, uh, not automatic, the semi-automatic rifles, mm-hmm. and he's like, do you know that the amount, the percent of uh, people who were actually killed with semi-automatic is 3% of all gun-related deaths. So you're doing all this work to remove 3%. That doesn't make any sense. Again, is it worth it? And then he's like, more people die from hammers and knives than from semi-automatic rifles. So what are we doing here? You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. But then I'm like, yeah, no, I mean... You got to start somewhere. You got to do something. Get rid of the ones. Because I understand the concept. You're not going to stop people from killing. That's let me not ask the you, point. Let me ask you. It's how easy is it for them to kill? And how many people can they kill once they get out there, I guess? Well, how many knives are there in the States? If he's going to bring up a stupid statement like that. There are I'm, so many knives. Okay. So pretty dumb statement then, right? Because there's probably about, what, 150 times more knives than guns? So to be like, well, ARs, like, no, literally, how many? Well, okay, fine. Let's disregard the knives for a second, because I think the hammer is the more interesting um, implement there, because what he's saying is more people are actually killing other people with hammers than they are with automatic rifles. Okay, sure, but let's just say... Again, I don't let's know if just that's say true. For, let's just say for the sake of argument that that 3% makes up 80% of mass shootings. Yeah, right. Then yeah. Then the stat exactly. Then the stat is then skewed, right? Well, it doesn't even matter if you look at it that way. It's uh, it's that's way too many. 
But that's my point is you can use statistics in any fucking way you want. Ninety nine percent of all people know that. <laughs> no, but anyway. you can. But you see what I'm saying is he nitpicked a statistic without giving us any yeah, background no, no. on that. Well, statistic. I love the bubble jumbo. The second I started thinking about it, I'm like, no, that but doesn't work for me. You know? And that- keep in mind. Hold on. Sorry, Kamar. I'll let you. I just really quickly. I don't know that that's the stat either. I made it that stat matter. up. Your point hey, is your point. Stat, no, Matt, your point is correct. Whether the, the numbers are right or not. It's it's the sentiment. Great stat. Yeah, way to, way to go, man. Get that old fact check. <laughs> I do believe, though, that this gentleman may have had, oh, I guess it's not a first, but okay, yeah, since Elon Musk, he is the first person to ever light and fire the flamethrower on... Oh, we're done? On the at podcast? The, uh, no. At, at, in the studio? Yeah. Just a it happened talking, during... Just a talking point It happened during the episode? No, I think they did it after for the Whoa, photo. They take a picture, the picture you see on Instagram. So, oh, I'm sorry. I have to talk about it at the no, end I because was, that's how it falls. I was, chronologically. Crazy, I was still crazy. I was still in the gun hammer Oh, talk. I'm sorry. Let's go back to the hammer. And then Joe says, well, hammer, that's not too dangerous. <laughs> Joe, don't wear flip-flops and, you know, risk-averse thinks he can take it down a hammer oh, easily. Right, yeah. And then he said, well, I could take it. Anyone can take it out of a gun. It's easy to hammer. Yeah, you just yeah. need the barrel. You Anyone probably have an easier time taking barrel, an automatic yeah. rifle out of someone's hand than a hammer. So that's some tough I'm just making fat. that stat up right now. <laughs> that's some tough, badass talk, right? Well, the barrel, he was talking about a handgun. I don't think he was talking about an automatic. No, right? he was talking he, about the rifle. He was talking about the rifle. Yeah. So, yes. And, and that talk is badass, right? Is it? It's, is it? I found it was silly talk. I thought it was badass. Like, oh, you could. You're a Navy SEAL. You're talking about normal people who have to fight terrorists on the street. Okay, so that's where, the, like, the. Um... Say that again. You're talking about normal people that have to fight terrorists if there's on the a street? School, you're talking about, like, a school attack or something where you're going to have to disarm somebody who has a rifle. Nobody is going to be able to do. Sorry, are we not on the same planet here? Like, Yeah, I just. The word terrorist to me. I, I, I don't know. Another it, kid with a gun. Like, is that going to be your play? I don't know. Maybe I'm Okay, wrong. well, here's the thing is I think it's they probably different. Are kids, all if terrorists. it's a kid with a gun, I think this guy's telling you like all you have to do is control the barrel what and if you can you make a big difference. What if you don't know who it is? What if it's somebody wearing a you just don't know. That's it's easy for him to say a guy who's trained in taking yeah. people's guns. I think he's also giving Sounds you cool, some man. sound advice that if you're ever encounter a gun and you can't get away, at least maybe you should try to control the barrel. Grab the barrel. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. Maybe so, that's so what that's, they're teaching that's badass schools cool in advice, these right? lockdown. Uh, yeah. Well, okay, what are you they, going at? I appreciate here. that advice. Because he would he would say a thing. You, you don't think it's cool at all. But so that great advice, solid, man. But I don't agree with anything else you say. You, you know that weird thing like that's going on throughout this whole interview? All the Navy SEAL stuff, you're like, how how could be like like how do you think like but I don't agree with anything you think, dude. You are having so much trouble enunciating what you're trying to get are, through. You here. guys understand what I'm saying? I'm, I mean, I'm, I kind of do. Half it. of him is totally like admirable and cool, and like, and the other half is like, no. It's I a hard podcast to listen to because every now and again he says something that you agree with, but most of the time he's. But what's going on with your head off there? The like deep end. What can you do? That's what I found the whole thing like. Uh, ooh, eh, ooh, yeah, eh, he's ooh. he's like a mini wheat. The frosted side is the seal side that you're interested in. I think I like Tulsi more than I like him. And then his other fucking conservative whole wheat side fucking sucks. But he has to disagree with her because she's a Democrat, so. Yeah. But again, I think it makes sense. He's a seal and she worked in the medic end. So it would make sense why she's like, I would rather we didn't send people over to die. Whereas he's the hammer and he's like, 
we got to go over there and fight these fucks. What do you guys think about having guards, uh, armed guards in schools? Probably a deterrent. Well, for sure it'll be a deterrent. And I don't know who was arguing. It must have been Joe who was saying um, it's just so weird, right? Like we, And he was saying, look, first of all, there's a lot of the time in uh, inner city schools, there's been a police presence already. And it, you'll get used to it. Like, just like we get used to a thousand other things, you know what I mean? Like, they may, they're never going to get used to uh, a guard in a school. We got used to, um, I don't know, having the internet in our hand. But I just had a mental okay, fucking... That's, that's... I'm just talking about things that seem weird and they're now, like, you just get used to things. Fine. I you don't like that example. Pick another one where it's changed and... Uh... Let me give you this example, Simon. I don't like the idea of first of all they barely train cops and they give them guns and we see how often people get shot and you can sit here and argue with me like it's actually not that often you can drop some fucking stupid statistic i don't give a fuck i've seen enough videos of cops shooting people where they shouldn't have what's that look simon i wasn't the one giving the statistics matt i'm not giving any i'm just saying (laughs) i've seen enough videos of cops shooting people so you're saying you want to just give some yahoo that they're probably going to train for like a weekend and a half a gun and put him in a school. I just think it, it causes far more problems than it's going to solve. Let's put I don't, guns. I don't like that. That's right where you go though. Some Yahoo. Like why not somebody who's been trained, but slow down because again, Simon, I'm sitting there saying if we, we train cops and we see how often they shoot unarmed people. So what? Some black kid shows up and mouths off to this kid. And then the kid gets shot by the security guard we have at the school. Like <laughs> yeah, the argument, problem. the argument then that is going to be happen. like, why did we have a security guard with a gun at the school? And then everyone's just going to say like, well, everyone needs to be armed because we need to protect ourselves from people with guns. It's a, it's the most cyclical. Stop though. Stop. What about this? I swear to God, every two weeks, maybe every week, there's a big suicide bombing in Afghanistan or Iraq. Or Pakistan, like on the regular as school shootings. You know what I mean? Are those the same things? Because that's terrorism within their own country. And these school shootings is just like the price of doing business. I don't don't think I'm clear on what you're saying. Yeah, I just, you're using Afghanistan, a fucking unstable. Great. Use a couple other third world unstable countries as examples. We're talking about the pinnacle of humanity here the u.s is supposed to be the shining beacon by which we're all supposed to live by so i'm sorry that we have to slow down here and not use iraq and afghanistan I as think examples suicide bombings having just as much as uh, or more than school shootings or or mass shootings whatever the okay, stat again though you're using third world countries that and are just had a breakthrough and where those places are where those bombings are happening you have uh Military presence and almost We're no not government. Even talking We're not about even school yeah. guards. Apples, they have fucking guys with AKs walking down the street. Mars, stop! Like I'm the school guards would be a deterrent. Okay, a deterrent. This is the maybe. Hold on, stop, stop, right. stop. It brings its own. And it's not it brings wait, its own wait, 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 wait. Uh, the question that you guys are forgetting to ask. You're sitting here just like, well, how can we stop this problem in the states? Instead of asking, like, wait, the states is the only place with this problem. Do you think? Do you think other school? Do you think other countries, developed countries, have armed guards at their schools? No, there's no other country in the world. France, England, Germany, Denmark, Sweden, Switzerland. Here, like, dude, Joe's the list. The Italy, list is fucking staggering. Guards in Italy at the religious place. I just listened to this whole uh, podcast about Columbine. Yeah, 
and just a lot of things I had I just was totally misinformed about just from whatever watching bowling from Columbine or listening to the news or whatever. But um, I maybe I had heard this and I had forgotten it. It wasn't even supposed to be a shooting. They went to that school and put bombs in the calf, and their plan was to blow up everybody in the cafeteria. And when that didn't work, they had to like improvise, you know what I mean? And this improvisation started this like mass shooting idea. I, maybe there was one before this or something. I think that's what this guy was talking about. Yeah, well, that's what he was saying. But what he 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 didn't know that there were bombs in the calf. Okay, fine. That I doesn't don't think change. He said that on I don't think that changes anything. Let's say they blow up the cafeteria, and now and now kids are copycatting that forever. Like, what are we gonna do? Put fucking. We're gonna give security guards bomb. Like, I just don't. I, what then? There's gonna be bomb sniffing dogs no, at every no, school. I, I was just side note for Columbine. I just find it all very. I find it. I find it very odd. And again, Americans have your guns, but I think you need to work some fucking shit out before you just willy nilly give everyone the right to have one. Have a gun registry. In sh- like, <laughs> there's a million things they could start with that they refuse to. And it's all under the guise of protecting the Constitution, which, by the way, you've amended many times. That's why there's amendments in there. I always get lost when they start talking about how the Constitution was designed for this thing, and it makes all sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I hate when they do that because... The judicial... No, but just at the base. And then you go, yeah, that totally makes sense. The checks and balances... And then you don't factor in a hundred years of corruption. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it sounds, no, but I'm easy, man. I'm easy. And this guy was saying that uh, solar and wind power. The batteries. Are a myth. The batteries. Like uh, soy is a myth. You know what I mean? For the vegans. He was (laughs) pro-nuclear. Which, again, I just don't know how much of anything this guy was saying was accurate. Do you know that Costa Rica currently runs like 90% off the grid. They run off wind and solar 90% of the time, I believe right now. Well, no, no. What he was saying was... I understand what he was saying is you have a, you need a battery to... Elon Musk has mentioned this a hundred times. He's like, I can I can build these batteries. Well, and they cut down a lot of forests to um, put in these solar panels. Like, you know when you're driving to uh, Montreal and you see one of those solar farms? Yeah. Like those were already farms, but imagine they wanted that land in the Amazon or whatever. They're just taking that land, right? They're burning. Okay, that but wind, to... you can just fucking plop them in the ocean. Yeah, a lot of them are on land, though. It's the batteries, boys. But they, they don't have the batteries. No. They, they were talking about both. <laughs> those done. batteries. But are, here's the are problem: is dug in this Africa, guy, right? But here's the problem: is this guy and this guy seems to just be like the batteries are the problem, and uh, no solution there. So let's just move on. You know what I mean? Like he's not. He's not like. I know everything. No, I don't know anything, but I'm just saying. But he's a wicked strong Navy SEAL and kill people. And he he did not like China. No. He did not like China. They're a bunch of thieves. They're a bunch of crooks. (laughs) A whole civilization built on theft, I think were his words. (laughs) They're a bunch bunch of shysters. (laughs) I mean, listen, I will say this. Yeah, and that too, when he was talking about us and the international copyright law, I was like, dude, go fuck yourself. We definitely... Yeah, he said, Canadians? Yeah, he was like Canada has he's like Canada and a bunch of other countries are really loose with their Oh uh, yeah, you didn't know what the fuck with their copyright law. And I was like, dude, we are so stringent with the fucking copyright law up here. It's out of control. We do happen to pirate a lot of stuff. I've also noticed that. But 
Um, we're crazy with that shit. China has zero international copyright law. Zero. Wow. What's that Supreme store you were telling me about? That's actually in Italy. Oh, that's in Italy. Yeah. But it's the same idea. I imagine it's owned by a Chinese company. Okay, but that's a little bit different because that's a company, that's a massive conglomerate not covering its own ass. And that happens a lot. But I imagine that in uh, China, sorry, you can tell the story in one second, but I imagine in China, they probably have Supreme stores that aren't Supreme. Hold on. They have everything In China, else, there's Supreme yeah. fucking everywhere. Yeah. I mean, I was in Thailand and there was Supreme was But now everywhere. tell the Supreme Italia story. Well, if you don't know the funny. story, Supreme, for some reason, the company Supreme, the New York skate company that everyone knows... Uh, they didn't register themselves in Italy and uh, I think it's Korea. So some other company came along and registered as they're called Supreme Italia, but they have this, the exact same box logo, like a hundred. Is, is it more expensive? No, it's the same shit, but dude, this is crazy. Supreme Italia just signed a billion dollar deal with Samsung to sell Samsung Supreme shit in Italy and Korea. And they're allowed to just because they're not breaking any copyright law because they're like, no, no, we, we have that registered in these two countries. Isn't that insane? But again, I'm saying to Simon, it's different because like, if me and you have a company that we start and we eventually build it up to where it's a billion dollar corporation, we have corporate lawyers that have copyrighted us in every fucking country we've we've registered the trademark in every country you know what i mean like oh i, I think you assume you have that well i i told you the story so almost got fired oh for sure i told you the story though this year uh the chicago cubs uh lost their ip address they forgot to renew their ip address a million bucks for it or something yeah some yeah. kid bought some kid bought it for and right Joe, away they were like fuck uh, is it Joe? Joe talks about it all the time when he hears, oh, they got that. Oh, that must have cost him a lot of money. Wait, well, wait. dude, the guy that owns milk.com still owns it. He's holding out. Like, he refuses. <laughs> Apparently, milk. But that's crazy because milk milk won't offer him big bucks. I know. I hope he dies poor and alone. <laughs> <laughs> and they and they did make him a good offer at some point. I think they offered him. No, I don't think they offered him like less than a million. I'm pretty sure. And he was like, fuck yeah. you guys. Okay. That's all right. <laughs> if you offer me less than $5, now we have a problem. Yeah. No. $50,000, $500,000. If you can't take that, if milk.com was your only play in life, <laughs> if you can't take $500,000 and parlay that. Yeah. But it's garbage. like that woman that owns that Jackson Pollock. You know what I mean? She's, she could get like 5 million for it, but she's dead broke. And she's like, it's worth a hundred. I want a hundred. Sell it. Listen, I agree. Take the five. But her point is like the guy that's fucking me out of this is the is gonna buy it off me for five million and turn and he's and gonna flip it, it and sell it for a hundred. Well, why can't she just sell it for a hundred then? Because this guy won't authenticate it. Mm. And he's the only guy that can do it. And she's had it tested. She had the paint tested. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah who yeah. the fuck is Jackson Pollock? She yeah, had the yeah, paint yeah, tested yeah. from Jackson Pollock's studio in LA and the paint tested from her canvas. And they match like to a ninety nine point nine percent match. Sell it. And, no, this this is the thing. Those this New York art guy goes up. He's got his big ass glasses on. He stands an inch away from it. He looks at it for like five minutes and he goes, "That's not a Pollock." And then just walk. And then he they're interviewing him and he's dude. It's insane. He's like they're like, but we they're like, but we've tested it and like the paint matches to a perfect match. And he goes, "Yeah, I understand what you're saying, but like I've seen Pollocks." That's not a Pollock. They film him as he walks around the curtain and he just starts going crazy. Pollock! Yeah, yeah. Well, well, that's what you got to do now is follow a famous artist and when he's painting, 
steal some of his paint and do your own painting. Yeah, just splash it around. Yeah. No, it proves that it doesn't fucking matter either way. What else you got for Crenshaw there, Simon? We gotta we gotta move on. We're deep. Um. Okay. Well, I have a theory. Not a theory. I have an idea for Trump. I think that if he really wanted to cement his win, what he needs to do is. You know what? I'm not. I I can't. I can't tell. Drop it. Don't, don't oh, in case it. they're listening. Don't worry about it. So the it's last problem is with this guy is his stance the on weed, marijuana the weed, was just the too- weed. It was crazy. And the things he were saying. Look, you know me. I want to argue for weed's greatness and advocacy all a day long. But this guy was nuts. Like the things he was saying were so bonkers. The ideas that because. He was saying that liquor was good. That, that do you know what I mean? Like it was so. No, what no but hold what, on. What? what I what I hate though is that <laughs> what I hate is this argument. They just go listen. Liquor's out of the bag. Yeah, go fuck yourself. And then they're Weed's like, weeds out so, of the bag too, bitch. So let's just wash our hands of it. You know what I mean? And it's like, uh, oh yeah, Joe said that was like, Joe says yeah, but what about alcohol? Well, Joe. Alcohol is already out of... I mean, we can't solve that problem. Yeah. But we can definitely, definitely hold back this weed train. Yeah. Like, asshole. <laughs> no, but it's like, five scotches, you hit your wife. Five joints, you fall asleep with your hands in your pants. Yeah, I don't... Uh, He's, listen. This, he actually said, wor- these words came out of his mouth, that booze is better for kids than weed. Yeah. No, I heard it. Uh, like, discussion over. Yeah, he's an alcoholic. Discussion over. <coughs> so that, that's so, one of those things, though, where you could sit beside someone on a plane and have a two-hour conversation where you're like, "This guy's fucking great. I might get this guy's number <laughs> yeah. and hang out with him." And then he and then he's like, "Hey, I got some uh, some pamphlets I'd like you to read." And he pulls out the Nazi paraphernalia, and you're like, "Motherfucker!" Like, yeah. So that's what happened. It was a super interesting, riveting guy that he's uh, in politics, like young and smart. You think, but at, so many of his ideas conflict with. Your point of view, it was just, it was very wild, man. I, I also don't understand, like, why do you fuck, why is, why would you even want to die on that hill? Like, if you don't want to smoke weed, fine. Well, and he kept saying, you know, like, I could be, you know, this is just how I feel right now. And I'm not, I don't feel strongly about it. This is also what I hate about conservatives. But then he felt once, really strongly I love, about it. Hold on. It. Once I see the numbers, once I see the numbers out of California and Colorado, I could change my mind. Oh, so fiscally, you could change your mind about how ki- like kids smoking weed and stuff. He was also talking about numbers, i.e. I, I, uh, deaths in cars. I understand. I get shit. that. The, but The stats. He wanted to, he should have said stats, not numbers. Listen, he was an asshole. I'm with you. The now that we've done this whole thing, I don't think I, he's an asshole. I'd have to change my whole rating for the week because it's just not going to make sense. Because I actually didn't like this guy at all. <laughs> but he's afraid to come and throw down. No, I thought I thought I liked him, but I think I was led astray because I was just so happy that we got a break from comedians. No, he's but, a Navy SEAL. No, I want him fuck to, off. I want him to talk. Yeah, I no, would I like to like that a joint a podcast, seal. and I think it would be like uh, Gary and Andre, uh, Stefan, if it was him and the uh, wingsuit guy, who one of our very, very early- um, His buddy there, Stumpf? Yes, Andy Stumpf. Look at this guy, eh? The memory on this guy. Boom. He might have been episode two. Um <laughs> I don't, oh, our episode I don't two. Think so. Oh, JRE two or three or four gotcha. or whatever. He was in the early running. JRE. <laughs> and uh, I would like to see that 
uh, round table. The, the, you understand what I'm saying? No, well, I definitely I would what not it, like to see that round what table. What did Stump have to say that would counter? I, Stump was also a Navy SEAL or whatever. Like, But it, I just don't remember him being very left wing versus. No, ju- he just wants to hear a bunch of Navy SEALs talk. Well, no, but, okay. no but what if they I, I disagreed? Think, I think uh, Stump's all right with weed and stuff. So the, you'd the, like the, to hear the argument between the Navy it, SEALs. That are, yeah, if they could fight. So not every Navy SEAL is going to have these staunch anti-weeds uh, <laughs> positions is what you're saying. But, but I'm like, uh, Simon's like, I did not like this guy. He's an idiot. In the apocalypse, Simon's huddling by his car. This guy comes right along. You're going wherever he goes. I would, like to, I would like to Can know, I though. Can your water for you? I'd like to know the stats on Navy SEALs and like where they fall politically, by and large. Or if it, do you think it's split down the middle? No. I think it's. I would have to. I would have to understand. I would have to guess that it's heavily conservative. Heavily, yeah. Law and order, like I. But conservative, I. But not conservative across the board. Again, I would assume there's lots of seals that most likely aren't staunch against weed like this guy. No, but the the war machine is driven by. I understand, but I'm just saying. Somewhat the the build a bears. All I said was I would like. I wonder if there's stats on. Seals past and present and where they fall politically. Jamie? And what they also said is uh, 26 would be old to be a seal. Well, that was my other point. So is they're very young and impressionable, as we know about the Mugula. But hold on, hold on. They haven't even <clears throat> formed their personality. But here's yet. the... Up in. Here's the, the weird training. thing I wanted to... at 23 or whatever, and they're specimens, athletes, whatever. That's what I wanted to bring up, was most young people end up being left-leaning. So it's very odd that if if... A 26-year-old is an old SEAL. But to go into the military just alone, I think you have to have right ideals. No, I disagree. I think you... No, no, no. Mostly poor. Mostly poor people go into the military. Okay. I don't know anything. I've I've said that many times. Well, no, I believe it's mostly low income because they pay for your school and you get, like, room and board and... It gives you discipline and... Like, Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs, that rapper that I... He was in the military for a long time. And Charlie Murphy was talking about it. Thumbs up. Yeah, what did sure. Charlie Murphy say? Yeah, it's if if you ain't doing shit, better off in the military. Yeah, let's get a Are we done? We are. That was an hour and a half for two guests. Let's rate it. Kamar. Three and a half. I was just interested that the all it was all the questions like, yeah, how do you explain this? And all right. I'm going to mirror your three and a half. Confliction. I'm going to match that three and a half. There's, there was a lot that pissed me off about this episode, but it is what it is. And I thought it was a decent conversation there. I wish more had been maybe discussed or pushed back on, but I understand, I guess why it wasn't. But Simon. It, it was, so it was two hours and 43 minutes. It wasn't the hour that Bernie got. I'm going to, well, this guy's a congressman. He's not running for president. So I understand why he gave it to I'm going to split your three and a half. The 1.25. Wow. Because now that I, I don't think you can do math. Let him have it. Why? What did I say? You're going to split our three and a half with 1.25. I think you're a 1.75. That's what I meant. <laughs> but I think I'm going 1.25. Okay. So you're right. <laughs> but you forgot to take the. Okay. Favorite. Yeah. Carry the one going even lower yeah. than the split. Gotcha. But uh, yeah, no. So I, I now just, that I, I want to ask you, twenty notes, minutes ago, what would you have rated this? Before we started this episode? No, just twenty minutes ago. Had I asked you what you rated this episode, what would it have been? Minutes ago. 
What were we talking about then? Seven pages. Well, we were still on this guy. We just hadn't gotten to the weed yet. Oh, no. Two pages I into my notes, point. I've decided I didn't like this guy. Okay. His art. And the more I think about it now, Joe didn't push back on anything. There were so many points that he just let go. And this guy really seemed like he was an authority because of his position and because he was in the military. And I don't think he's an authority on anything. I think he's just a young dude who came out of the military who really doesn't know that much about anything. All right. Well, I'm going to say this to counter what you're saying. I don't think his age has anything to do with anything. Uh, okay. But I will say this. I'm about the same age as this guy. I'm one year older. I'm a fucking dummy. And I sat here for like a half hour, 45 minutes with you guys. And I think I did a pretty good job of poking holes in a lot of what he had to say. And again... I didn't graduate high school. I'm a fucking <laughs> Matt's retard. coming for Congress. Well, I'm just saying. Like, I don't think this guy would hold up in a debate very well. He's got a temperament for politics. Who, me? <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Yeah, I'm sure he'll start running. <laughs> we just got to get him a state. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on. But it was refreshing, you know. 1338, Roy Woods Jr. Do you want to do a final thought on uh, Mr. Crenshaw? Oh, yeah, right. Right, sure. Final thought on Crenshaw. I mean, no matter what you say, he did lose his eye fighting for yep. what he thinks is right and just. Go ahead. Yeah, ex exactly. And I want a Navy SEAL to like me. Like, I don't know. I had so convicted like, there is to zero. look at Navy SEALs. Yeah. Like, you guys don't know anything. Or no, no, no. I don't mean it like that. <laughs> no, I mean, I know. everything about his military career, all of everything he, I would, if that's all he wanted to talk about and come out and tell us about the military, I'm 100% for that. Like, uh, but I don't know. As a congressman, I don't think I like this guy at all. I will say this. And I'm almost, I'm 99.99% sure that the guy that slammed that kid who wouldn't take his hat off during the, yeah, I'm almost certain that guy was not a seal, nor would he ever make it. But I have a feeling that's the type of person that wants to be a seal that sees themselves as being a seal. And that's what kind of fucking fucks me up a little bit about people like this. How patriotic is that? Uh... Well, no, it's just that like, see, I look at Dan Crenshaw as someone that would never do what that guy did. Right. Right. And I'm like, hopefully, no, I, I don't think he ever would. But my point is, is like the people that want to go out and fight for what they believe to be freedom can sometimes end up like those people where it's like, if you don't fucking stand for the anthem, I have the right to break your neck or to slam you on the ground. You know what I mean? Like it just, it, it scares me that there's people in the States that want to fight for what they believe is right. And, f and like what they think is their freedom so hard that they're willing to, I don't know, do harm to others or, you know what I mean? I just, it fucks me up. I find it odd. I don't like the look you're giving me, Simon, but I rarely like the looks you're giving me. These are the longest final thoughts we've ever fucking had. And Matt doesn't I'm usually do final thoughts. I don't agree with this guy, but I sort of like him. So well, no, whatever. But that's where I'm again. At. Yeah, good, but you're a Trump supporter, so you're really on the fence. Good military talk, period. Oh, sidebar. Do you see a guy's running against Trump? Who? Who? I don't know. Some Charlie Dale or something. Chuck Dale. Oh, in his. Uh, yeah, I got you. I got you. He's fighting with him for the Republican nomination. Yeah. Hmm. Is that the mayor? Who were they? He, they were no, talking Charlie about Cox. He, no, this guy's from Chicago. Um, no, I haven't. I haven't Illinois. heard. Of him. I don't care. I don't pay attention. But it's a little guy going after Trump. Take him out <laughs> before the election. 
Oh, to another set of little hands. Beat Excellent. the president at present. I All guess right, he wants to die. Thirteen thirty-eight. Roy Woods. Let's do this. Roy Woods Jr. Sorry. Amazing. You love this one, Kamar? Did you not love this one? It was a good podcast. You know what I thought about this one when you guys gave me shit because they're like, oh, so you like you work as an aerospace engineer and then you go and do comedy. That's so interesting. Like, and if comedy <laughs> doesn't work out, oh, you're an aerospace engineer. Like, there's no risk. There's no. Do you understand the difference between this guy who was working as comedy and in the daytime being a day laborer just because he was sitting around doing nothing? I could not imagine doing that. This. May I? <laughs> Please. Um, <laughs> do you not see, though, Kamar, that, yeah, amazing story. Miss Pat's story? Incredible. Somebody else who had it rough? Insane. It doesn't demean somebody who did it a different way. It also doesn't no, demean it the doesn't. fact. It also I doesn't. just said that's a more interesting person. It doesn't demean anything. Hold on. <laughs> I still find the hustle. To me, the hustle is the exact same. This guy just had a better job, and he had something to fall back on, which bothers no, you. No, what, no. So, Kamar, I find it when more. When you told the story about lying to the radio station guy, like. Either way, I find it more. I almost find it more endearing that the guy who had an, a great job and didn't have to chose to, in his spare time, after work, I don't know. You're, yeah, you're crazy to me. No, you're fucking that's a, that's a nuts. You're fucking you nuts. Because those words would never come out of my mouth. You're fucking crazy. <laughs> would you guys ever leave Apple? You're both Apple users, correct? Yeah, that's tough. Would you Would you just do it? Would you say, fuck it? No. Because I, uh, well, go ahead. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I asked a question. That was a, that was a matrix moment for me because I was just talking about that the other day. Were you? Just, no, I was here on the podcast. I said, even switching phones, let alone Well, that's makes. just buying a new phone, yeah. But Switching right. over is a scary step for me. I could not imagine going to another server. Would you switch, Maddie? No, you're totally invested in Apple. I had an iPhone 2. They've yeah. got you by the yeah. balls, man. Matt, look, Matt. look around the room, <laughs> fuck. So my dad, speaking of early adopters of Apple, um, when we were kids, like everybody had a Commodore. That was like the big thing. But he was early Apple guy, and we had a Mac, and we had the hard disk instead of the... Um, the floppy, so that was different, and the things would just load on their own. You didn't have to do any of this. Uh, yeah, no DOS, C, no semi yeah, colon no dash DOS. run. It was incredible, man. Like, of course, but that computer, I we kept that forever, just in the basement because it was hilarious, you know. But so, anyways, uh, story of leaving Apple. So, the last computer we bought was we were like, okay, fuck it, we don't use any of the Apple perks you know what i mean like the good things about the air or the macbook yeah you're not so, editing video right. photos so we're not just doing music the, stuff. the deal on the microsoft surface pro which is the equivalent which has a removable tablet yeah oh shit yeah it has a removable tablet well that just goes to show never use that feature you know what i mean because i have an ipad <laughs> anyways um Point is, I tried to switch. That lasted like a year, and we had to then rebuy an Apple because everything is different. Like it's not just the no, it's the user interface. It's the it's what interface. This guy said. It's the exactly user, what he everything said. is just. It's there for you, and so my mom. I'm sure I've told you guys the story, the iPad story. Yeah, you're the garbage. throwing it out. Yeah, yeah. So, have I told you on the podcast? Oh yeah. Okay. Anyways, so. Uh, she's been borrowing my iPad, but I want to use it to draw. So we've been in this like mental war of her keeping it and giving me a guilt trip when I don't let her use it. So I went to try and buy her a 
tablet, but I figured she only needs it for Scrabble. So I'm going to buy the cheapest tablet I can find. And they all run. I bought an Acer. It was 140 bucks. They all run on the Google platform. Like anything that's not Apple runs on the Android Android, platform. Of course. They don't have the, you can only get the free Scrabble Scrabble, and it has ads. And if you know my mom, she don't have no patience for no ads. You know what I mean? So, so you can't buy the full she Scrabble has no version? To the only, no, you can't, Matt. There is no 1099. Yeah, there is. Kamar? A thousand percent there isn't. <laughs> if there's an ad version, there has How many to be people a free stop. version. Guys, stop. Simon, where the ad is, there's a button beside it that says remove ads. Wrong. The only way you can get this app without it is you have to pay. So you can pay for a chunk of time without ads. Six ninety nine for twenty four hours. Oh, it's hours. a shakedown. It's a shakedown. <laughs> Did she get shook down a bit? No, oh, we okay. tried to set it up right for on. her before we left, <laughs> and it wouldn't work. So I went and returned it. Or you just play with the ads. The and only leave your way life. she can't do that. The only way you can get it is on the um, the Apple network and the cheapest ipad is a thousand five hundred dollars which is way too much for a scrabble but now i found out that maybe you can get a refurbished one so we'll see what happens but you can take pictures or whatever great story simon great story simon actually that was the better story that's the most first worldy problem i've ever fucking heard in my life (laughs) white privilege baby oh now he's white i get it At one point, this is uh, fun. At one All point, of privilege. Yeah. At one point, Joe asks him if he thinks uh, uh, Jesse Smollett can make a comeback, and Roy Wood goes, "Black people are the most forgiving genre of people." Yeah. He describes <laughs> genre, and that's the best way to ever describe people. And you eliminate racism. Yeah, man. there is no more. Ra- it's a genre of people. <laughs> I was saying, forgive black people. Have you heard of OJ? Which Joe's been harping on. Hello, Twitterverse. <laughs> <laughs> They'll forgive anybody. He was like, there were women waiting for R. Kelly. Ah, Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the funniest too was this weekend. Freddie Gibbs was like, uh, Freddie Gibbs was like, OJ Simpson go kill Andrew Luck, and then he posted a video of OJ Simpson doing his. Uh, his like league picks with all of his buddies and he it just pans over to OJ and he's like, Andrew Luck, what's going on? I pick you and twenty minutes later you retire. I don't understand. And he's just so fucking pissed. Oh, yeah, that's a weird retirement. I feel bad for him. That's sad. I love when Roy was uh, talking about how he does puzzles to relax. His girl. <laughs> and he gets in a huge fight with the girl, and she comes and undoes, her pu- undoes his puzzle. That is so funny, though, man. Like, Some passive aggressive You know you right have there. a terrible lady if they're undoing your puzzle. Oh, like yeah. that, Joe was right. That tells you everything you need to know. <laughs> yeah. Joe someone. does a great callback. Oh, so good. So good and later on. The best is he's like, no. I'd rather sit around wait and do something diabolical to ruin someone's oh, career. Oh, dude, that was so... And he says but then his thing is diabolical, And then man. he talks about what he does to the girl that was cheating on Calls him. Calls the two guys yeah. over. Oh yeah, God. it's great. And he's I like, love that. We cool now. She <laughs> married. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he mentions uh, Bargatze. Yeah. So what is... Come on, oh, Joe. Yeah. Joe is sleeping on uh, Nate. He slept. But no, I think they're secret on. hatred. Then slept maybe. on. Maybe, maybe he doesn't. Maybe he does. Uh, no, because he has nice conspiracy, man. Like that? Well, I got to join the party sometimes. <laughs> no, no, Joe doesn't like Nate Bargatze. You heard it right here. 
No. If you don't think this was better than uh, Fahim Anwar, I don't know what's wrong with you guys, man. This was so much more interesting. It was more interesting. There we just... go. There we go. That was all I wanted. <laughs> so he was talking. Kamar gets the sound, but he wants and ends it there. Yeah. <laughs> Mic drop. Fucking prick. It's been a good yeah. podcast, boys. <laughs> yeah, you heard it here first. And moving on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was talking about that uh, Vietnam Netflix on uh, Vietnam Netflix on doc- that Vietnam Netflix on documentary Still that Vietnam right. documentary Vietnam. on Netflix. Jesus Christ! Simon's <laughs> having went, a stroke. That went all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he smells burnt toast. Avocado toast. Oh, real quick too. Sorry, I Simon, I showed you that video of Bill Burr commenting on the, just a call back to Dan Crenshaw. Bill Burr on his Monday morning podcast, I guess he watched one of those five days in hell documentaries and Bill Burr's, he's laughing so hard. He's like, at one point, one of the guys is so tired that they ask him where he is and he just says, pancakes. <laughs> and dude, that goes, it shoots right to a clip of this, of this Navy SEAL who's like walking in like a serpentine, like he just can't get it together and they're like, SEAL, do you know where you are? And the guy just goes, um, pancakes. <laughs> and they, they load him on the back of a truck and they take him off, dude. Fucking hilarious. Yeah, that was so funny. Sorry. Um, so sorry, sorry for the callback. Yeah, uh, Netflix documentary. Oh, Vietnam. Yeah. Vietnam. Um, I haven't watched it, but my wife, cause, cause it's so long, eh? it's like, it's long anyways, but my wife got so into it, but he was super into it, man. He's obviously gone down some crazy. Dude, he made holes. a great point. Oh, but There's, the joke he's wait, trying to write. Well, he, just uh, Vietnam in general. He made a great point. There's no fucking video games. Yeah. Set in Vietnam. Cause you lose. <laughs> yeah. Cause, no, cause there was no, there was no clear outcome, right? It doesn't matter. You can, as a game developer, you can write a narrative around like a mission or I just find it crazy that there's no multiplayer shoot 'em up Vietnam. It's crazy. Well, the jungle no, is because, perfect. Because they would, Charlie ba- everywhere. They would base all the missions on stuff that happened and it has Yeah, they all lose. Yeah. You're losing. It all I, ends with you with your intestines. And out. imagine what they would do if they, because do you guys ever watch Call of Duty? Remember the, the Vietnamese? Movie? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, the TV show. Call of Duty. No, I never no, saw it. No, Not no. Call of Duty. Uh, um, it was HBO. I think no, I know. No, no. It was oh. NBC or something. Tour of Duty. Tour of Duty. No, I never saw it. No. Because there was a comic book called The Nam. That's why I know about space aliens, man. Comic books. Anyways. Space aliens. Vietnam was all over the place when I was a kid. And the movies and stuff and stuff. But it is a... We thought it'd be the last time America ever did this bullshit. Fuck with other countries. Like... It seemed like the lessons learned. Why you were wrong? So they don't. They don't want to bring that up. Just to remind you that they're 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 still stuck in the thing. But he was talking about writing a joke about that, right? That's correct. So. Yeah. Vietnam. Yeah, a big joke. A He's on the Daily joke. Show now. I think he was talking about even working it out with writers. His process. I really appreciate how he got into talk about comedy. Kamar really threw me a curveball. I thought Kamar was going to come in and fucking. Poo poo all over this guy. Oh, well, I guess no, he's no, no. made he's it. A struggle, but he's he made it to an echelon where Kamara appreciates. He's made it. Kamara likes the struggle. <laughs> and what he said about Kamara doesn't like rich kids getting a free ride. I don't think he was a rich kid. Not him. I just. Don't... I'm saying Namar Patel. Yeah, how was Fahim rich? Uh, he felt like a poor kid who just. He was an hard engineer. And... At, at why is why is it if you're an why engineer you you're a rich kid? Why are you yelling at me? Because your parents had to pay for your school. 
Oh, I don't like the racism that's going on in it's, this room right listen, now. I don't I, like this I at all. Well, no, that's I'm what offended happened. by this. I'm He's, very offended. He said my parents paid for my school. And Kamara's being did. very loud, and I can't concentrate. And <laughs> He, him. Kamar acts like his dad wasn't a dentist. This is fucking hilarious. He acts like he's brown like Fahim. Like, what struggle did you have? No, I don't. I, I don't. Kamar had some struggle. I don't he think he had a struggle. Everyone school. had struggle is my point. And he Just because Kamar's dad was a he, dentist doesn't mean he had a free ride. He had, See what I'm saying? He had no interesting stories. Who? Fahim. Well, maybe Joe didn't let him fucking percolate. Maybe he's got a no, bunch of rape stories that he just didn't get to. Percolate. <laughs> he, he wasn't an interesting person. All right. Either way. Oh, I don't know why I'm defending. Why are we I'm defending someone I don't give a shit on about. On a podcast that has nothing to do with an episode yeah, that has nothing to do with that it's guy. Fine. You know what was cool? And I didn't know this, but there was a black figure skater who at one point was doing backflips. You never saw that Netflix documentary her about her? No. What's the Netflix documentary called? Uh, they did six like one hour things on sports figures. They did the boxer dude that's dad was a total piece of shit. That was episode one. Okay. What the fuck was that? It, it, losers? Yeah. Losers. She was one of them. So I just didn't get to you it. You didn't get to that. No, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I watched. Um, she she was out there killing it and they were just like. But why is she a loser? Because she was. Dude, she like was supposed to win the Olympics. And they took it out. And they. Okay. Well, no, no, it's not so much that they took it out. They just kept. They kept saying to her, they were like, you don't, you're not graceful enough. You don't have it. And she kept just getting fourth or like, you know, just getting cut it's off. A judge and thing. She, yeah. And she yeah. was getting so frustrated that it eventually. It was obviously because she, she was black. Uh, yeah. There's a good chance that's why it was. And she was from France. And, you know, they really. Not great at, not great at the water over there. And at one point, Joe said that skateboarding wasn't crazy back in the day. Oh my God! When he was like, "Oh, what the crazy thing?" They got into skating pools. I yeah. was like, "Joe, yeah, all your concussions, all your CTD, everything you imagine is right there, and just drop in a pool, Joe." Yeah, he has no idea what skateboarding. No, he is. has well, re- he no really zero has idea. No. That's what I mean. And even someone in, said Tony Hawk and the Tony Hawk was crazy. Like at the even if you don't want to talk about dog uh, dog town, you know what I mean? Like the transition into the eighties, those guys were doing crazy shit. Man. Well, let's stop for a second too, because Roy Jones or Roy Wood, sorry, what he was trying to bring up was Matt Hoffman. When he talked about the birth of big air in Oklahoma, right? That was Matt Hoffman on the BMX. He built the first like mega jump. Thing. Well, what he built was a massive quarter pipe and they like dragged him in on a rope and he did like the first like 25 foot, off coping air and he like concussed himself a bunch of times trying there's crazy footage of it but dude if you like let's just stop and take danny way for example i think danny way is the perfect example of a skateboarder that is just one of the craziest fucking human beings laird hamilton shane dorian kelly slater in the same conversation it's the same thing he's right there with them like as far as the man jumped over the great wall of china on a skateboard like when Joe was talking about this, I felt like Kamara and the music. Oh yeah, I was infuriated. I was infuriated. Joseph, come on. Listen, I mean, like it's okay to just say, I really don't know much about this. No, he he needs to know. I've spoken about this before, though. This is a weird thing. In it's very specific to North America. In North America, when the average Joe walks by someone skateboarding, doing something incredible on a skateboard. They're usually agitated or they're not impressed at all. Abroad, like Europe, Asia, South America. It's art. 
it's there's a crowd that's like do you see what's going on here appreciate they're like that's a 10 stair handrail and this guy's just yeah here they're they're calling the cops and chasing you yeah i don't understand it like it's especially too when you see some of those videos and it's clearly like professionals doing this and they're you know what i mean like it's one thing if it's a bunch of kids loitering on a a street or yeah you see niger getting kicked out of a spot you're like this guy is a multi-millionaire did you see that video yeah the guy in the car yeah niger's doing some some like video where he has a good he's on hollywood boulevard or whatever filming him and uh he's coming by and this guy pulls out and he just literally touches the guy's hood to tell him he's there so he doesn't come forward that guy calls the cops niger gets taken away in handcuffs like it's ridiculous man i have too much respect for skateboarding too anyways anyways that's sort of like this thing like joe doesn't know anything about skateboarding but he will tell you about everything else did you guys ever have uh doesn't matter i guess have bullies in high school like physical bullies yeah or whatever well i mean bullying's a weird thing for me because like i but wait oh, oh sorry go ahead why? well what do you want to get to <laughs> i was gonna let camargo first because this is a loaded question for you to tell your story <laughs> oh about jesse <laughs> no about because oh, i could throw your buddy jesse under the fucking bus right now come on no about, what are you uh, about? the one time he got beat up who me? was at the non-violence protests <laughs> Oh, That's yeah. That's where he got beat yeah. up, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a no-brainer. <laughs> Why are you asking about bullies, son? No, no, don't worry about it. It's all good. No, I'm curious. It was just a, a friend of ours, and you, when you were young, had people who would harass you at moments in your life that well, he was they constantly ha- dodging. Not you as much. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, but you I mean, I don't think proximity. we want to... Yeah. Don't, don't. It's fine. You can let yeah. it go. It's all good. I had bullies. They're bullies. You were a bully. No, well, hold I on. Bullied. I mean, no. Yeah. Let's just say this. The bully becomes a bully. Who bullied you? Do you want to name names? Well, Walter. Simon, you, everyone you grew Na- up with. Name names. Hold on, stop. Walter. Everyone last you. Last name? Uh, he was just. Walter. No, we're not doing last names he here. He had a cast. Everyone you grew always. up with was a fucking bully and yeah. a piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. Not me. I was a nice guy. I it's have very, a tough time believing Kamar, that. Kamar, was I a nice guy? You're the nicest guy. But let's just, for the record, everyone within proximity of you growing <laughs> up was a fucking. Total piece of garbage. Well, okay. And they bullied that, the other? That the other is, bullied that's a crazy uh, statement. Crazy accurate statement. No, no, no. Come on now. High school is a wild jungle, bro. Yes. Yeah. High school Here's the weirdest. Was a, the wild. Uh, yes. Let's just inside baseball some, some facts about the high school that the three of us went to. Because we all went there at different times. You guys went there at the same time. Just real quick. It's in a very upper middle class white neighborhood. Correct. It'd be a private school in America. I think. It would 100% be a private school in America. Okay. I would say there's like 15% Asian. Would that be a fair assessment? Okay. Mostly white. Okay. Some Arabs, I guess. Yeah, a lot of Yusufs, Muhammad Yusufs. But the white kids you would think grew up, the way they acted, you'd think they grew up in like third world Harlem. Like it was... Suburban kids. And yet... Oh, sorry. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. And like they all had great upbringings. Everyone's parents were fucking cream of the crop like everyone's everyone had money unless you grew up in the old ottawa south where it was a little i guess you had a little less money but still like middle class at the worst and everyone thought they were a gangster 
It yeah. was boys in the hood time, man. Yeah. That's being a teenager. Menace to society. No, but it's, I mean, it's not. Because if you go to that, if you go to that neighborhood now, they're not like that. Like, we grew up in a specific time we where everyone was just like time, yeah, wild sure. pieces of shit. No, but I'm bad sure things happened. At, like, I, some of, I had a friend who got stabbed. I had, you I know, multiple I mean? people like, that got stabbed, was, uh, for sure. It wasn't like it was, uh, they were just pretending. A friend of yours sent like five Asians to try to stab me at a house party. But I got the fuck out. That's getting bullied. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's I, think probably that's, being I think that's a little beyond getting bullied, but whatever. Being but um, like again, to talk about bullying, like I was a verbal bully. Like I, I never weighed more than a hundred pounds growing up, but I knew I was quick-witted and had a tongue like a whip. So I just made fun of everyone relentlessly. So you did get bullied then. Well, I mean, yes and no, because that was the thing, Simon, like, no one really bullied me because I would just verbally undress you, uh, and I was quick, so I would just wire, I was wiry, I'd get the fuck out of there. So to uh, Sean Jordan music, I... Uh, Eddie Napoleon would bully me, Ahmed would bully me. Oh, rest in rest peace. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Wow. Um, Ahmed was How about GSP too. and his bully story? The biggest I knew that would fake come back. story I knew ever that would come on back. the JRE. Out of all the things I've ever heard on the JRE, I, that's got to be up there on one of the most made-up things for the podcast. I don't buy that story at all. Come on, you were which looking story? at me. Which story? I didn't where George St. Pierre said that George he was driving, and sees he was driving, the bully. I was driving down the street in Montreal in my Range Rover, and uh, I see this homeless guy on the squeegeeing this homeless window. guy on the side of the road, and he uh, starts squeegeeing my window. Yeah. And I know this. Hey, I know this guy. <laughs> I know this guy. This guy bullied me in high school. So I say, Joe, I say, I'm going to get out. I got to talk to this guy. There's no H's. I school. Yeah, the I school. So I get out and I talk to this guy and I find out, hey, man, what goes on with you? Why is this your place, huh? And he says, hey, man, I don't know, man. And I give him $100. And I say, hey, I, I make him my personal assistant. Yeah, too. And now we spar all the time. He watches my dog when I'm on vacation. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> he told that to Joe, and, and Joe bought it up like a yeah. Joe puppy was like, at a Joe milk was like, dish. wow. You know when Joe does know, that man. long high. Wow. What an amazing I, story. I forget him telling that wow. story, but Quebec's small province. What's right? that San Diego comedy club that sucks so bad? Mm. They're going to slow down. Going to have to check that one out. On They're on the hit list. The old intraweb. Okay. Um, I think we got to move on. We're close to two Great hours Great movie that no. they talked about. Uh, yeah, Kamar, you're going to want to get ready for this one. Well, they actually talked about the sequel, but I'm going to talk about the original, which is Desperado with Ontario, Antonio Banderas. That Desperado's was, the second. No, no, I think Desperado's the first. Desperado is the second. Well, I want the first. What's the first? Um, the uh, first. No, it's Desperado. Nope. Yes, you're incorrect. We've done. We've actually done this, Simon. You and I. Anyways, Desperado with Antonio Banderas is such a great movie. It just was one of those movies that I knew nothing about going in. It was so good. You know, they come in with their guitars and the fucking machine guns and the gun and just that whole style. I love how Robert I'm the only one Rod talking Diaz. here. Robert Rodriguez yeah, is the director. Correct, Kamar. So he's very good. Was it Desperado? It's Sorry, a Simon. sequel to the 1993 film El Mariachi. Yes, but there is also another one after Desperado. I like that one yeah, doesn't have Antonio Banderas in it. No, it doesn't matter. It's a three move. There's three movies in the trilogy. Right. The first one is El Mariachi, it's then Desperado, Robert, yes. and then Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Yes, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. That was the one. It didn't. Johnny li- Depp. It didn't live up. It wasn't as good. But Desperado. 
It doesn't Boom. matter. We're here today on the yeah. podcast. Dude, you yeah. see Salma Hayek fully nude in Desperado. It's, in, it's, in, it's an incredible Well, you'll be interested to see how much it costs her it's to get It's really nude. good where he's playing the guitar with the little boy. Like, It's yeah. just a really good movie, man. I like it. And it was before Antonio Banderas became like a, like a fluff actor, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? He still had some grit at before that point. That, before he started banging Melanie Griffith. Well, that's all right. So, uh, Simon, how much did it cost to make? Uh, okay. So, Despera... Oh, I need the year, Kamara, please. 1995. 1995. Desperado cost... $38 million to make, and it grossed $97 million. The good thing about this is I know a little bit about film. Simon doesn't know jack shit about Rodriguez. I'm going to say this movie cost $5.5 million and it grossed... What, you, what year was it? 1995. I don't know. It grossed forty million. So I said thirty-eight ninety-seven, and he said five. Five point five budget. And what was your forty million 40 gross? Million. Floyd, you don't need no stinky badges. The budget was seven off? million dollars. Oh. No, you're right. Oh, oh nice. Yeah, you're right. On. Dude, Robert Rodriguez makes movies seven for nothing. Seven million dollars to make, and it made. Twenty-five point four million at the box ooh. office. Oh, so I was off on the box office. Well, no, he was off. Oh, he was way off. Million. Yeah, okay. <laughs> He's in a different dimension. <laughs> right now. That's okay, Simon. I've been way off on a bunch. No, that's Simon, the first ever. I will also say this ever. though. I know. I know. I've seen. I've seen a lot of documentaries about how Robert Rodriguez makes his movies. He's like a super. He does it on a shoestring budget. So I knew. Like when you said thirty, I was like. Dude, I thought five was high. I, I honestly thought Kamara was going to be like, he made it for like a, a bag, like a Cracker Jack box and a fucking hand job or something like I'm that. You know what I'm uber mean? surprised no. that they could make that movie for that cheap, though. I'm uber surprised that you and loaded you, that into the show. You said to begin this. <laughs> and didn't, didn't cheat? Because oh. I don't cheat. You're a man of integrity. Oh, I never even thought of that. Yeah. Integrity. I never even thought of that. No, didn't you seem like you just put to push that on? Simon. Not the first one. No, I'm talking about the sequel. Simon. Kamar, my note says Desperado, such a great movie. Brackets movie game Simon keep, keep your integrity you brought it up <laughs> Simon you brought it up uh, Antonio Banderas wasn't like a big name then no there neither was Selma Hayek yeah but you can start almost naked so it's worth it to rent boys and they ma- girls. hey 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 they matrix moment our game they start talking about gross profits of saw and how oh, cheap yeah, and it was paranormal to activity and yeah. um, well oh by the way hold that's on Jamie hold on stole that hold on I don't know if you guys heard this too. Uh, one of the Wachowski sisters is making of the fourth. Yeah, just one of them. Yeah, hmm. the Matrix Four. Come on, yeah. Is oh, slated. the sisters. Yes. It's yeah. only it's only on Netflix. And Keanu and her are, are <laughs> is it only back on Netflix. On. No, oh. I just saw on Instagram that uh, Bill and Ted's just wrapped. Sweet. Do you guys want to so play some nostalgia? Do you guys want to play a little game that I just invented? Oh, we should no, do Bill and Ted's. We, we should do Bill and Ted's. No, no, no. We have to move on, guys. We're I two think we hours do in. Bill and this game is called "What Is Joe Fixated On Lately?" Okay, go, Kamar. OJ on on uh, Instagram. That is true. Matt, I don't know. Rodman and that AIDS joke. Stepmom porn. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> How fixated is Joe yeah. on no, stepmom porn? No. Come on, come on. Oh, he's fixated. He's fixated. What I said, no, no. Um, Roy hit the head on the nail. What is taking over the porn? Like Joe doesn't know about the cam world. Like he's still stuck in that. But no, do you know what actually? That's happened? what he jerks off to. Do you know what actually happened to the porn world? A guy from Montreal owns the whole thing. Do you know that story? The guy from Pornhub. Porn Simon, you don't know that story? No. Oh yes, I do. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah I do. The guy from Pornhub um, owns it all. <laughs> Go ahead, Kamar. Bill and Ted, you're gonna do it. Sure, Can I just not? tell Let's you do though? It quickly. Okay, fine. Tell me quickly, and then let Kamar do Bill and Ted's. No, and no, we'll it's, move it's, on. It's all good. Oh my god, I'm not angry. So much. Okay, you have four more pages it's of all, Roy Woods. We'll, we'll hit notes. it in the post show. It's Bill and good. Ted's came out February seventeenth, nineteen eighty nine. You're Ten. first. Oh, sorry. And this budget is for two films. What? They made both films at the same time. Oh, that's so Bill difficult. and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Yeah. So I get the recollection on this guy. Well, I knew them too. Okay. So I have to do the budget for both films. Yeah. And then the gross for both films. They did them both at the same time and they're counting the, what they grossed uh, okay. together. Okay. Um, that's super weird. It is weird. It's the game, though. Do you say 89, Kamar? 1989. All right. The budget for both of those films was $21.4 million. And they grossed combined $110.5 million. And I was going to say $25 million to make. And um, I think they probably grossed together... A hundred and sixty million. <laughs> it all came down to that, eh? It cost thirty million dollars to make so the Simon, two movies. Simon was closer, and they grossed seventy-eight point five oh, million. Oh Jesus! What? You're way the out 80s. of there. No, not no, bombs. That's, that's Simon in the eighties. Seventy-five million was a fucking hit. What's wrong cocaine. with you? Like, yeah, you nuts. Well, that, seventy-five million and seventy-five million would be a hundred and fifty million. But we've got. See, I got that math right, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. No, you get desensitized, and movies cost a hundred million dollars to make and make a billion dollars. All of a sudden. Well, like, you just forget that it's 30 years ago and that the money was way different. But it was a box office smash, but yeah, of course. inflation's a bitch. Yeah, no shit. Anyways, I love Roy Wood. We can wrap it up on him. It was a great podcast. He's a really interesting guy. I'm happy for him. Well, um, Kamar, just wrap that No, no, just a couple of points before we go, because I think they are worth mentioning. At one point, Joe says it might be better to suck a dude's dick for $1,000 instead of hauling drywall. <laughs> <laughs> It depends how much drywall, man. There's a breaking point. <laughs> he got mixed up. You know what I mean? He wasn't. Oh, what? Uh... Sorry. <laughs> Don't hire me for I construction. I like how Joe know. thinks about it, though. Like these girls are out there getting $1,000 for one dick and they're just calling it a, a week. Like, well, that's that's my work for the week. I don't think that's how it works, no ethic. Joe. Yeah. No ethic. Um, how many dicks do you have to think? How many dicks do you have to suck to get a thousand bucks, you think? On the street. No, but you can just sit at home and with your girlfriend and have her suck your dick. Yeah, I'm not talking about cams. I'm talking about you. I'm talking, okay, you don't have money for a camera, a computer, or an apartment. How many dicks do you have to suck for a thousand bucks? Me? Yeah, you (laughs) with that mustache. (laughs) I bet I could get only one. I bet I could get a thousand dollars with three dicks. I bet you there are. Wow. I bet you. 333 bucks a dick? I bet you there are girls out there getting $500 to suck a dick. Oh, I didn't ask about a girl. 
And oh. keep in mind, we're talking about if you're on the street and don't have your own apartment, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. think you're the in type that's alley, getting a thousand mean, bucks yeah. a dick. That's a, probably 50 that's bucks a dick. what the fucking sober challenge should be. <laughs> Making thousand dollars by sucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anyone would tune in. You don't have to tune in. They just got to talk about it. All right, Simon, what else you got there? No, uh, we can be done. If the you thing want. is, none of them do it except Bert. <laughs> They're just like, yeah, I just put the money in. Rats killing pigeons in New York. A lot of rats. They that's, talked about pelicans too, didn't they? That was, that was a major moment when he talked about the pelican eating the uh, duck and. Yeah, Roy the, Wood uh, said a pelican's a real piece of shit animal. Pigeon. Shut the fuck up. Yes. What the Dude, fuck you are missed you talking that? about? Oh my God. Thank God I remember. Jesus. This is so good. I remember that. I was driving when I heard it. I was like, ah. I know. I was driving too, and I was like, oh, pelican's Simon's going to fucking love this. Yeah, he was like, pelican's a real piece of shit. I missed that. Oh, I'll have Roy to. Woods is my fucking spirit animal. Yeah, man. you missed it. And on that, we'll wrap it up. But yeah, it was a great podcast. I give it a so four, four and a half for yeah, me. Yeah, it was a four and a half. Simon? It was huge. Uh, I give this one a four. Yeah, this is great. And in afterthoughts, I'll say no one has ever said a bad word about Roy Woods. Well, he seemed great. But no, he's on The Daily Show. Like, yeah, yeah. That's a super democratic, of course. corrupt thing, but he's a cool guy, man. Super democratic, corrupt thing. <laughs> Let me ask you this. The Daily Show is? Kamar, can I ask you this? You're, you're deep wait, 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 wait. Do you think it was when Jon Stewart was there? No. So you think it's just since think, Trevor Noah I came on? I think he brought it to prominence, and then he left, and the editorial and everything changed, and it's just going, whatever, man. They could be right. I'm I could just, be a crazy on. fucking just at, Well, no, I wanted to... Give me my hat back. Kamar, I want... <laughs> I he just, gave you a hat? No, I want... I'm improvising. Kamar, get any hats. I'm asking for a Bad reason. Cake. Jesus. Pancake. <laughs> Yeah, that, where are you? That's pancakes? your safe word. Yeah. <laughs> With Matt, where you, are you, Marie? When you feel pancakes. Oh. When Matt's bullying you, Kamar, yeah. you can just pancake. Pancake. I love the guy. I loved Roy Woods. I thought it was great. So much better than that other guy. I won't even say his name anyway. Uh, all right, let's move on. Thirteen thirty nine. Turn your lights on. Thirteen thirty nine. Everlast OG, and somewhat DJ Melody. I believe it's a third time. Somewhat. The fact that they even put DJ Melody on the... Um, the photo. Well, and when you look at the episode, it says Everlasting DJ Melody. Yeah, the cutting. I mean, I will say this. They Credit. did both perform. Yeah. They should have said Everlast with performance by... Did you watch it? Because Jamie does splice between Emer, uh, Everlast and Melody. So... The video. Oh, when they're performing? He like, but when uh, they're talking, is, is Melody in the room when they're talking? Yeah. yeah He's yeah. just sitting quietly? Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. I've, I've heard a lot of podcasts lately where people look over and there's someone there the whole time. And I've sat in for a podcast when that's happened. It's not the best thing ever. But it's interesting to listen to conversation. I just can't bite my tongue, as I'm sure all the listeners know. Well, I guess it's hard to hear, but um, I think this is his third or fourth time on. Everlast? Yeah, he's yeah. been on a bunch. And I remember the first time he was ever on, I was super stoked. Why, were you a big House of Pain fan? I was the House of Pain. We st- <laughs> there's a place called the House of Paint under the bridge. Well, it's now it's called the House of Paint. It used to be called the House of Pain. And I we made it when I was like 15 or 16. Yeah, I know. I remember. Was it because someone got the shit kicked out of them under there? That's the story I heard. <sighs> no, we just were listening to the that uh, record. Jump oh. around. There's so many stories from when we were kids about people like keg parties under there, people getting fucked up, people getting beat up. And now up. it's this international... 
Yeah, no, there's a graffiti festival? festival under there, yeah. And I'm wondering, do I get a cut as a founding father? <laughs> I mean, do you ever see it's the movie true. Wonderlust? All the people with the deeds? Yeah, you know, yeah. They show up at the very yeah, end. Yeah. Like, how is that the house of pain? If I got a scar or something to prove it. I really think that's interesting that how that happened. But yeah. Uh, so Real I, quick. I have a great story about that bridge. This kid I know. Do you know how there's that little opening? So like where the bridge, I guess it's like an expansion joist, I assume is what it is for the winter. Uh-huh. There's that, there's, for, for listeners, in between the bridge and the concrete that like holds the bridge in, there's probably like a two by four foot crawl space that's full of pigeon shit. And this kid I knew cl- climbed up there somehow, but he was high on mushrooms. And then when he got up there, I guess when he was up there looking down, he was like, I can't, I can't get, like, I can't jump. I can't get down. And they had to call the fire department and like three and a half hours later the fire department had to show up do i know this person no you wouldn't know it's a heat score he's wasn't invited again oh of course not but it, we were so stupid you go there bring a keg uh music and start a fire yeah <laughs> be cops there 15 of course later. yeah kids running everywhere but yeah we started that i don't want some loot as a founding father of that that's on like sacred sacred ground. House of Paint? Yeah, I guess Nobody it's not my actual it. land. But. Well, that's the funniest part is I, I always said to people, I'm like, you guys have no idea why it's called this. Like, you guys all think it's House of Paint. Well, what's so funny is, okay, I'm not even sure this if, is so I, inside if our baseball, friend though. It was probably three that, weekends. Yeah. He knows that. Does he? Oh, for sure. He's He grew up around that shit. We, come on, I know that. He knows that. He was right beside mm-hmm. me the whole time. Anyways. We grew up in the same neighborhood as you, Simon. Uh, just back to... We uh, like Everlast. That's that's what I was saying. Just back to um, what I was saying about Joe saying he wanted to suck a, a thousand dicks instead of hauling drywall. It was How beca- do you go upstairs? He went upstairs, he goes jerks upstairs, off, and then back slides can, back can in. I just, now, now no, because I, I didn't thought. explain it very well. What'd you go upstairs and do, Simon? I took a piss. Yeah, right. <laughs> Anyways, he was trying to say that he really doesn't, there's no way he'd want to haul drywall for a living. Are you but, defending Joe right now? Talk. No, I'm explaining to you. How he wants I listened, to suck dick. I listened to the episode. I knew what Joe was saying. You don't have to explain let it him, to me. Let him, let him, let him. I'm very interested though now. I was explaining it to Kamar because he obviously didn't understand. That's okay. Let's move on. Back to. We um, did. We've already. Turned on. That's all. <laughs> Woman. Because I can't um, stand Everlast music, personally. I had gotten sick of it. I am not a big fan, either. Of of even the the, the first one? What, House of Pain? Or like the no, Whitey no. Ford shit? The, the first Whitey Ford song. No. At all. No. Uh, Remember you had maybe beef you know with, what it's like. No, no. Remember you had beef with Eminem? Oh, uh, yeah. Like, yeah. he's talented. I'm not, I'm not saying he's not talented. Do. I just don't like that yeah, I'm just Whitey Ford stuff. And yeah. keep in mind, he seems like a decent He's Dude, great like he on the podcast. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, he's turned into a super fanboy. Of Joe, yeah, for well, sure. Uh, no, of, 60 of UFCs as well. Like, UFC, has Dana on his phone and shit. He he, he obviously watches because he asked to be on the Fight Companion, which I think would be awesome. There's one coming up, so they're bringing it back. And Joe says, yeah, just don't get caught up in those conspiracies. Which all he wants to get caught up into. Uh, he wanted to talk about aliens a ton in this, man. He, want, he kept trying to I mean, to they do, up. but he, he dropped a couple alien Did you see Eddie Joe Bravo lose his mind on Joey yeah. Diaz? No? No, tell me about it. Is it what I told you about? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's unwatchable. No, but it, that's more about school shootings and uh, outer space and stuff. So You have to watch it, Simon. It's unwatchable. Fucking roller skates. Yeah, I don't know. So my, I wanted to hear more beat junkies. I really wanted to hear, and you know what? Melody play. He's like a big poker player. He plays it live at the bike all the time. You listen to this whole episode. Yeah. Why? 
because they talk about the woo. Yeah, at I the, dude. at the MMA. I know, dude. I lost my mind in my car. I'm like, oh my god, this is crazy. Do you guys notice it, dude? So Matt I brought pointed it out to I me said like to, a year. I ago. said to Simon a year ago. I go. Simon, what do you think is up with this woo? And he goes, what the fuck are you talking about? And he was so angry. I was like, Simon, just you have to listen. And he's like, I don't hear it. I don't hear it. And it, it actually took like two or three UFCs for me to finally catch a good one and go, Simon, listen. And then they started doing it. And he goes, that's fucking weird. It isn't happens it? all it's the time. All the time. And I wanted to know. I was like, what is I the thought lineage Joe was going to tell us. I did. No, he had no, no idea. No, he said he thinks it might be a Ric Flair thing. That's I what he, he said. It was him, though. Well, no, they. I think they decided that it might have That's been Joe. Everlast That's what Everlast was saying. Based, uh, based I think they on were being, his, I think they were being based on being influenced by Ric Flair, which tied in the whole thing. But it's nothing original. Everything's just how you interpret it and put it out in your own way. You know what I mean? Thanks, I will Reverend say though, Kamar. I will say though, Praise it was <laughs> I saw Joe at the comedy store, and he did that Ric Flair bit, and Mary sitting beside me, and like he's like, "Do you guys know Ric Flair?" And literally, I with the rest with like ninety percent of the crowd just go. Woo! And Mary just looks at me like, "What the fuck was that?" You know, and I just looked at her like, "Oh, you don't know?" Like, "Come on, woo!" She's <laughs> yeah, that's all. Like, woo! Woo! Do your woo, Simon. Woo! Whoa, that's a good woo. <laughs> Ric Flair was the shit. We dude. do it on the couch when we watch the UFCs. We yeah. wait and we go woo! woo! Yeah, woo! I'm always in there. Holy Jesus! You sound like a fucking dog who's lost his voice. Woo! That's, you're getting there. Woo. <laughs> oh, Kamar, that reminds me. There's something you can't do, eh? Oh, I can't even try. What is it, though? What is it? This is the best. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Ooh, ooh. Whoop, whoop. Hey, you can't even do it right now, though. What is ooh, it? Ooh. Oh, it's the... Ooh, ooh. <laughs> that's, what it, that's what it used to Hold be. Hold on, dude. You can't. I have make laughed that noise? at this you for know that hours. Noise? Yeah, Matt. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know. I just can't hear it. I can't hear it. You know, that, that used to Do that the, again? That used to be the 90s club. <laughs> this like, is the best. <laughs> oh, my fuck. Oh, we can't get stuck on this because this is a whole episode. Oh, my God. Man. I could watch you do that for an yes, hour. Yes, you could. But it's the same vein as the woo. <laughs> which you also seem to have trouble with. What is going on right now? Well, that's what reminded me, Matt, oh, when I saw him uh, doing the ooh. You guys are both too old to do it as good as young people could have done it. Sure. <laughs> but, uh, oh, my. If a young person could please send us a recording so Kamar can hear it Kamar. properly. From 20 years ooh. ago. <laughs> that's my favorite alliteration. <laughs> you sound like if an old person was dying trying to do it. <laughs> but then he does, he goes through this whole like gamut of what's possible, yeah. but except for the right one. Oh, oh, my range. <laughs> and that, he does that a lot. He adds the. Wow. How did you figure out that he couldn't do that? Where did that come? We up? were in the car one day going somewhere, and I made the noise, and he tries to make the noise, and then it, it, that was forced. But when it happens organically, but it's wait, were like you the doing the, the cop noise like whoop whoop? No, no, we were doing like a. I was saying maybe I was telling him like a, te- <laughs> is, a techno. You did not. You absolutely a techno didn't. story, you know. And okay, I was like, yeah. ooh, ooh, or whatever. You had, you had a techno story. Uh, uh, who the fuck knows that, <laughs> Simon? Anyways. I just want. I, don't be angry. We were just in the middle of. Just a story. please, if you remember whatever the techno story was, 
Say, please bring it up on the podcast. I don't know any techno oh, no. stories. I, I don't know the actual story, but it's just that was the sound people make in the bar when everyone's fucking rocking out. A, <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. Thank but God the, everyone else was really? making it. Come on, because if you started it, people would be like, what's wrong with that guy? Is he all right? Is it the same vein as the Ric Flair? Um, turn yes. your lats let's, on. Let's not get stuck on this. But yeah, Simon, <laughs> when they brought that up, I was definitely in my car like, fuck yeah. Matrix, man. Yeah. It's the Matrix. What I found the most interesting, though, is that I always thought like when House of Pain came out, the image they portrayed in the videos, you know what I mean? Like this tough New York thing. But he like grew up in LA the whole time. He's like I found a, that he's super, like G Easy. Dude, when he said, Yeah, I've been in LA for like this amount of time, I thought to myself, I was like, I always thought House of Pain was as East Coast like I thought they were like Boston even. But then you go DJ Muggs, I think. I thought for sure it was Boston. Well, that's the thing, Muggs. I like that he brought up uh, Dante Ross, too. Dante Ross is like a hip-hop fucking legend. And they would tell him he sucked. Like, he's easy. He's, 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 yeah, he said he's, he's like Muggs and Dante Ross, the type of people that would be like, man, that shit was garbage. Dante Ross is that type of dude, too. He worked with Action Bronson. He worked with ODB. Dante Ross has a story about ODB shitting on a record executive's desk. Rest in peace, ODB. That's interesting. Rest in peace. So he talked about, uh, he said he went down a rabbit hole with the world's smartest kid there and his multiverse um, theory. It was interesting. No? Nothing? Yeah. And I like Joe's whole idea that uh, every day when we wake up, we're actually living in a totally different sim. I mean, he didn't use the word simulation, but a different simulation that is based upon what you did the day before. Still the different. goodness that you portrayed the day before. Just a little, but Tiny just a little bit different. different. Just a little bit different. Or a little bit worse. A little bit better, a little bit worse. So, yeah, I mean. Always worse in my case. Um, but, yeah, he was saying that the kid, the this really smart kid was saying that whenever that happened, after that, that's why we now see the um, Mandela, Mandela effect. effect. Yeah, yeah, and these different uh, weird things that seem to be happening. What do you guys think about uh, the idea that perhaps Kabar, the higher-ups are keeping portals hidden? Real-life portals. Where did this come up? When did this come up? When did this come up? <laughs> it, three times it came up in this episode, Matt. <coughs> I don't remember that coming up even once. This yeah. is why he thought I was fat. It's because of my cough. I get it. So basically, You have gained some weight, though. Basically, Matt. what I'm asking Go fuck yourself, Kamar. What a piece um, of shit. Is he right? Weinstein. Of course he's right. They're real portals. He's as right as he wants to be, man. He's as right as anyone that's the smartest. <clears throat> there are real portals. I mean, I'd like there to be. I, Me too. Oh, wow. There's a would, fucking... That it was... would get this whole flying out of the way. You looked Just in my eyes there like you wanted to kiss me, and then you said, wherever. I'd like there to be. Inter interesting that that's where you thought I was going. Um, the Amazon's on fire. That's a current event. Yep. Well, they talked about a current event. Go figure. And they think it's on purpose. But what's the, uh, what do they mean on purpose? Well, like don't forget that the, the fires, you're forgetting that they the, light all those fires down there. You're forgetting that the crazy president of fucking Brazil, their own Trump, Bolsonaro, he said he'd cut the whole thing down if it were up to him. Right. Do you guys think it could all burn down? Seems that way. I'll tell you well, this. I, 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 I got, it would take okay. a long time for it. I assume it would take a very long time for it all to burn. Like especially because it's a rainforest. Can I ask you something? Like so, it's in a dry. So, 
these these California. fires are happening in California. They're happening say. right now as well. Okay, so Again. why are they not just sending out? I don't know. I love that ten, Simon thinks he has the easy ten thousand of those planes that drop <laughs> the water and sand and just. It, I equate it to like some guy going in a boat and looking through Loch Ness for the Loch Ness monster when you could send a thousand boats to go right across Loch Ness with the radars. You know what I'm saying? Because like, it costs a billion good dollars every time they did it. Dude, they spend a billion dollars every time they fucking want to scratch their ass in Iraq or whatever. They can't afford to save their own country. Oh, well, we—that's we, I'm not suggesting they go down the to the Amazon. That's the problem. Roy Woods and them talked about that too. Is why are we helping over there, and not back here? But how come nobody even like suggests? I've never even heard that suggested. I think it's easy Hold to on, put a Simon. sprinkler in <clears> the house. Are you suggesting that the entirety of the U.S. firefighting mines? Haven't thought of what you're suggesting that no one. I mean, I I would assume that they have. It'd probably be a good assumption. And yet, well, do you not think that maybe they tried and it didn't work? Or where that, are the UFOs? Y you know what I mean? Um, Hold on, what just happened there? Fermi paradox. Like, yeah, of course they would have thought of that, Matt. But where the fuck are all the planes with the with the sand and the water? How could they have them all on standby all over the world? It just costs so you're much still money. staring well, I'm at me. I'm waiting for an answer. I don't know what you're asking. I don't understand. Are you in California? Do you know what's going on? He just told you California is burning. You today. Two seconds ago, you didn't know about that. Fires by the well, highway to start today. Joe and they, uh, he could be running from his house right now, Joe. Okay, so all the more reason why we're talking about it right now. They should be sending in the platoon of planes. How do you Whoa, know they the happened? platoon of planes? Well, don't you think that would have made the news, Matt? If there were a thousand planes across the sky all at once, dropping water onto the forest I fire? think it'll work. It's a matter of cost and planes. Don't talk to me about cost. Man. Well, no. Hold on. You think he's, they have a thousand of these Simon's planes? Not a That's my guy. other thing. He's not a how. You guy. think they have a thousand of those planes? Why don't they have a thousand of those planes? Why don't they what have ten thousand of those planes? I'm out. I realize don't talk he's to right. me about cost. It's Matt. not about how or where. Woo. <laughs> This Again, this guy's a maniac. You're you yelling at me. Getting, don't talk you guys about. Are you're saying take, stuck it, take on... a fire out. Boom. It's over. No, I, I'm just asking a question. Yeah. I'm asking why we never hear about that as an option. Like, how stupid is that of a theory that we never even hear about it as an option? Or if any firefighters it... are listening, please, <laughs> please write in. And roast this asshole. I think it'd be more like a hundred helicopters dumping. Water Please, later. firefighters, do write in and tell me why that's a terrible idea. You don't have to roast me to do it. Simon, I'm not saying it's a terrible idea. I'm saying they either already do it and it's not as effective as you think, or they've tried it in the past and it wasn't effective at all. Or the or, third option, they don't have the planes, like Kamar said. A thousand planes? Again, you're asking the wrong question. It'd questions, be easier to, to... Hold on. To, to What's the right question, Simon? What's the right question? <laughs> Why are they not doing it? <sighs> Why money. are they not doing money, it? Money, 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 money. But it's money, all the money, richest money, people money, who money, live money, up money, on those money, hills in California. Money, money. Oh, that's fair enough. They should have some luxury tax where they have an air force of planes ready to protect them. And if you can't afford it, they just skip past that paper. <laughs> <laughs> they don't dump on your uh, on the fire that's coming towards your house. No, I think. Everyone oh, that was hold on. That was crazy that he was talking about like the few people that put sprinklers exactly. on their roofs, having the guilt afterwards. You wouldn't have. No, I wasn't talking about the guilt, oh. but imagine just having the wherewithal to be like, 
I'm gonna try to put like a sprinkler on the roof. Let's well, see if this has any. The last fire. I'm surprised that Joe wouldn't have done that. They got really emotional. Well, there's the real question, Simon. Why don't they all have just sprinkler systems set up? <laughs> they got real emotional talking about that. Like, because everyone else was like, "I know it was here last time, but we didn't talk about it." So yeah, I lost my house or half his house or you know what I mean. Have you seen this? I mean, no, yeah, we did see it. I like what he said though, where he was just like, you know, I just have a lot of art. Because, like, that's all I think about, too, is I'm like, I don't care. Like, all this shit is... Listen, my mom's house got robbed for absolutely everything, like, 15 years ago. And, you know, eventually insurance got around to replacing all of it. So it's a hassle and a pain in the ass. But as long as insurance is going to cover it, you know, your computer, your TV, all that shit is just stuff. But, like, having your house burned down, like, losing all your art, your photos, that kind of stuff, that sucks. Heartbreaking. I really should have a hard drive like locked in a safe. That would be the smart move. Um, I am correct, Kamar, when I say that you don't believe in global warming. I like how Joe's framing it now. As? Hold on, you didn't answer let's that. Let's just say it's happening. Uh, let's, let's not say it's human caused. Or like, let's, whereas implying it's human caused so humans can change it. Hold on. Can't it be it's human caused and we can't change it? Why can't that be the narrative? Well, I think if we Why can't, can if it we not can't be, change it, what's the point of changing it? I guess it? my question was going to be, I guess we're all in agreement that, yeah, a lot of things happen because that's what the earth does. But you don't think that the human beings with all of their shit in quotations don't it's absurd. have some it's, it's effect so absurd. on what's going on. It's such a big planet. Just from us. Did you just say it's such a big planet? Yeah, I don't this know. argument is, I, I, dude, you might as well, do you and Dan Crenshaw have lunch and talk about your arguing points? Because that's the most ridiculous argument ever. No, I don't like it. Well, hopefully someone will ask you to pay more money so you can stop it. We are. Why do you think our gas is through the fucking roof? It's called a carbon tax. That's to that's to deter you from driving. Well, and don't we pay more for ethanol too? As as we keep polluting, we'll just have to right? pay more to taxes to make the gas cleaner to uh, cool down the planet. That's built into the price of your gas. They don't do that for free. I'm just saying, like a friend of ours was like bitching and moaning a couple mafia. a couple months ago about how he was like the price of gas is going to shoot up in May. You don't know, and he was freaking out. And I was like, yeah, it's a carbon tax. That's it's not that bad. It's not that bad, and not to mention. Again, I mean, again, Americans hate this because we're just used to tax up here. So the well, idea of being taxed, well, we're that paying a dollar ten a gallon uh, liter. Yeah, they don't know what they're the fuck paying that like means. eighty cents a gallon. So they're like, you're getting <laughs> paid. You're paying what for gas? Oh, listen, we pay. Yeah. Well, point being is, money will not cool down the planet. No, I agree with that. So, like, whoever's talking about the fucking uh, Red Cross and how they spend more money on implementation. Yeah, but they were wrong. I mean, that's also a pretty broad Hold statement. Hold on, but Jamie, money could that was save the Red Cross, the but United Come Way on. is like that. Yeah, but you're, Jamie, you're I, mistaken there. Cool the planet. Well, that's uh, what I'm saying. I bet you it could. I bet you it could. Listen, Kamar, if they let's just do this. Let's run this simulation, okay? Take there's no more war. War is not an issue anymore for whatever reason. Right, and the simulation's every, stupid. It's just a, it's just a game. It's just uh, we're just. I'll play along. This, Go okay? ahead. Um, every single dollar that was spent in the military machine is now spent to solve one problem: to cool down the earth. You don't think that's going to happen? And what if they try to cool down the earth and cool too much and kill it? 
that's not what we're talking about. I love, hold on though. Let's just stop right there for a sec. I love that argument because that is the kind of hard-headed right-wing shit that you encounter all the time. Like, what if we spent all our resources on trying to cool the planet? Yeah, and what if we cooled it too much and ruined it? Yeah. Not even worth yeah. trying. Sent us you know into I mean? the yeah. next ice just, age. Yeah, just give up right there. Right in your tracks. Yeah. I'll say this, Simon. Sure. Um, I'll put it in a, a better term for you. Like, Kamar, let's say the government, our government, just the Canadian government, so 35 million people, all filling their tanks up with gas. Let's say they take whatever, they add a 15% tax to, to gas for carbon. And they take that 15% and with that, and let's assume that this is properly implemented, which we know it's not because it's the government, okay? But just for the sake, at least my simulation runs in the real world. Let's say the government sets up a task force or a fucking department of scientists that actually start getting to ways to implement, you know. X-Factors. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't do this. X-Factors. No, as you talk slowly, you start to go, yeah, it's ridiculous. No, I'm not it's, going, it's ridiculous. It, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, like, how is he arguing this? It's ridiculous that we can buy our way out of global warming. The scenario, I agree right now, Kamar, just with the tiny little bit of effort that we're giving forth, we are going to do nothing. We're you doing would, huge effort. And, and like Matt said, we would need more than just America and North America to get on board. You would need China and India to do the same and Russia to do the same. So, Kamar, what they need to do is the government needs to subsidize. The government needs to go and say to all these massive corporations, hey, guess what? The more green you go the more tax breaks you get and the less green you go, we're going to fucking absolutely slam you because then the market will dictate and all of a sudden the market will go, oh, fuck. Well, if profits aren't dictating, then we have to go green and they'll all, trust me, the market will find a way for all of these companies to go green and then we can at least start the process. But until the government does that, all these it's just status quo. All these companies are just doing whatever and, the fuck they've been and doing you know forever. What? Like we all argue for less government, but if you're going to have this this much government at least have that government do something useful like going to companies who make more than just make up a number here you know what i mean a billion dollars a year and they start getting taxed proportionately to go just to whatever it is you want to focus on but you realize you've lost your mind when you're like saying get the government to do something you no know but it's I, but okay but stop stop real. no for real Okay, but it's not because if... The government can't do anything right, but this one thing... No, but Kamar, right. stop. What I'm saying is... Well, it's, if gonna, we, it's just going to be stop. private. It's just going to be private companies cannot succeed because the climate change is fucking them up too much. And no, they, it's very simple. We elect all the people that just simply say, hey, guess what? These companies can't operate this way anymore. Once all those people get elected, which I get what you're saying is never going to happen, but if all those people get elected, then guess what? It changes overnight. All those, all those elected officials just say, hey, guys, guess what? You're not doing business here anymore unless you do it this way. And I assure you, all those companies will fucking get in line. I agree with you 100%. That's right. That's 100%. I'm not saying, I don't know how you're going to do it. I'm just saying you can't just tax people 
and tell them you're saving the planet. You can you, tax which is giant corporations. Can, they're not no, but fucking no, that's people. That's what they're doing right now. But this don't is my expect problem, the temperatures is, to go down. Here's my problem is the U.S. just simply has... This is the problem with the narrative in the States is they say we're going to put a carbon tax and then everyone in the States goes, well, that's going to hurt middle and lower class Americans. And you just, you just have to say, no, it's not. Nope. We're going to implement this in a way where it just affects the top 10%. All these massive corporations, we're going to fucking slam them. And the problem is, is the, the argument then is, well, all these corporations are just going to cut jobs. That's the argument that they're all going to put forth. And that's where we need to go. Nope. No, they're not because they're still going to be, they still are going to be selling the same amount of shit. They're still going to need the same force. Unless they have a whole fucking crew of robots just waiting to come in, they can't do that. I know, whatever, whatever, man, whatever. Listen, on a lighter note. Kamar's a non believer. On a lighter note, um, his music, this new <laughs> album he's making, it wasn't horrible. It wasn't horrible. Like, I didn't hate it. I just hated that he played it on Joe Rogan. You know what I mean? Oh, really? No, yeah. I I hated it and that he played it. No, I, I again. I, I don't want to be rude, but I think it would have been better without the DJ. <laughs> Maybe I, just him tapping his foot, just a nice acoustic jam. I it hit too much. Or a my, drummer. It blew my ear out. I hit the fast forward 30 seconds button so hard that I thought I cracked my phone. I, it was, I was <laughs> pressing down on it so aggressively. Um, can I ask you a question now? This is a legitimate question because I don't watch the podcast. I listen. While he's playing, what is Joe doing? Because in my head, he's singing along. How can he be singing along? It's a new song. No, he's he look, knows. He's, he's looking around and sort of looking them. Uh, no, I know he's not singing along. Making man, I was face with the Jamie and stuff. He doesn't. Does he like? He's not just staring at him like totally, but he's. Sort is of it rock, uncomfortable? He's is into it? It. Oh, hold on, hold yes, on. Yes, it's very uncomfortable. I didn't watch. I can assure you, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> it's very. Uncomfortable. There is nothing more uncomfortable than having. Two people play music for two people. That smile you just it's gave me uncomfortable. was uncomfortable. Oh, I wanted to make it. I wanted to bring you into that room. <laughs> Who's Little Duval? What? Smile, I, bitch. He, smile, bitch. You don't a, know Little Duval? No, and I tried to look him up today on Instagram, and I can't find he's him. Shadow band. Was he shadow band? No. no he's, well, it, he's, it was a woman's picture who came up. Little Duval. After what like he got? Little Duval? Lil, L-I-L. Oh, it's uh, L-I-L. Big J I was mentioned looking up him. Little. Big J mentioned uh, him. Little Duval. I think Roy <laughs> You're so him. white. You're so, officially no longer a Jew. That's my white privilege. Yeah. <laughs> they blew Ghetto up his pass spot. revoked. Sorry, what, man? They blew up his spot this week. Lil Duval yeah, got yeah. mentioned in Oh, yeah. His episodes. Rogan bump must be fucking... Oh, he no, was already... And he's Schultz too, he's got too high a nice to, little Rogan he's bump He's got 3.4 million. Joe now, it's not. It's like just follow him. Yeah. Do it. No, Joe's a big. Uh, he's a big Shulls fan. I like Shulls sure. too. Like the more I hear he's him, a mover, I, shaker, I like man. him. Yeah, I don't. I don't. He, I don't he, not like him. And he's self. Here's the weird. Like I, I actually enjoy his stand up. There's something about him in conversation. It's his laugh. I don't know. Nah, well, I found on Rogan his intent. Oh, here Some we go. of it was a little weird, but I, I, it's, most of what he says, like he has good ideas. I think it's sort of the way he's he's so growing old. on me. I'll put yeah. it that way. He's yeah. uh, he's really pumped up because he's on his way up. You oh know yeah, he's I mean? doing like, it, man. Things are good. He's for him. doing it. Listen, yeah. usually the things that I like the most, I hated at first. I'll tell you that right yeah, away. That's true. Right? You come around. I I I, I feel like used it, to hate onions. The music might have been better without the DJ. <laughs> Love onions. And, uh, that's a fucking weird one. I I feel like now a conversation between Everlast and uh, Joe is just comfort food. 
Oh, come on, Joe. Like, it's just, I just love their back and forth, and Everlast wants to go everywhere. You so, know just I mean? humor me. Maybe I'm nitpicking here, but just humor me for a second, okay? So, he tells the story about he has to get the surgery his heart surgery. The heart mm-hmm. surgery. And he's just an up and comer. It costs 50 grand plus. 25 years old. Or $500,000 plus, And it almost puts him under. Hey, can, sorry to cut you off real quick. Do you guys know what his initial heart problem was? Because he no. must have spoke about it on one of the first he three did. times. He did. I don't remember. I have to go back and listen. Because I have heart problems and that scared the shit out of me. It's something kind of like what uh, our friend had. Interesting. But different. You know what I mean? Where his heart just wasn't doing something and they added in that ring and now they put it, the valve in, yeah. it opens and get a faulty whatever. valve or something. Um, you want to know what he was born with, though, what his Yeah, because I was born with a heart is. defect. Yeah, so yeah. I want to know, like, am I... Because he said, too, he was like, yeah, he was, what, 36 or something when he had that fucking valve put in? I don't remember. And I always have was. chest pain, so if I, you guys, it, I, if I go out y- this year, you guys know. I think it was younger than that, wasn't it? Well, either way, I'm worried. Anyways, um, so he says that that great doctor does it for him, and then later on, he gets the doctor to do his mom's surgery when he has money, and the guy does it for free. Doesn't it seem backwards? Shouldn't he have done it for free when he was getting his surgery and then made him pay for his mom's because he had the money at that point? Um, what's really crazy is, hold on, here? hold on. What's really crazy is we're not talking about a tire change. <laughs> like, I can't imagine what he gave him on the house cost wise. Well, you're probably talking $500,000. Yeah, that's my point. Like, like <laughs> it costs more. Who knows? Oh, no, because he had to pay for all the anesthesiologists. Yeah, yeah. He just he paid, didn't have but, to pay for yeah, the surgery. But, but still, still, the surgery is fucking wildly expensive. But you're too. missing my point, right? Like, why did he charge him I'm catching him on your that point, one, Simon. I get it. Why, do, he, well, why, why do, charge him when he had the money and not charge him when he didn't? You know? well, or, why do res- vice versa. Why do restaurants shoo away homeless people but give famous people free meals? I mean. Is that the same? Yeah, homeless people have no money. They're dying to eat. And they're asked to leave. A famous person has $10 million. Kawhi Leonard was offered free food across Toronto to stay and play basketball. He can afford all the food in the world. Yeah. 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 What they should do is say, Kawhi, if you stay here, we'll give homeless people all the homeless people. There you go. That actually would have been a great fucking thing. And where are you from? Detroit, we're feeding all the homeless yeah. people there too. The only problem is he's from LA. So they'd be like, forget it. We're not feeding all the homeless people there. You're on your own. Lakers. Sign them up, dude. How about they're a the half? Clippers. How about they're a half percentage of rats away from having an epidemic? The idea the, of, of rats sickness is so gross to me. But a point five percent away from ugh, an epidemic. Ugh. It's just point five percent away from you know a number of things that are going to uh, destroy humanity, Matt. So yeah, I but that, worry one's, too that one's much a scary one. Yeah, but if we're back to that, who cares what the fucking climate <laughs> right yeah i mean look in the big scheme of things kamar no oh my god i just read this mor- sorry oh, go i'll ahead, save kamar. it for the pojo i'll save it for the po- i got i, I got a lot of stuff i just to talk read about. this morning well mary's gonna be happy that donald trump suggested now he's denying this he suggested that they shoot a nuke into the hurricanes to stop them from forming and the article i read is like and that's reminiscent to the last hurricane where Florida had to make a public service announcement telling people not to shoot at, at the hurricanes. Hurricane. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, in Florida's defense, <laughs> or the tornado, in Florida's defense, or whatever the fuck it was. Whatever. Wait, in Florida's defense, <laughs> in Florida's defense, if I'm sure if you're at least shooting your gun at it, you're not shooting it thinking like I'm gonna stop this thing. I think you're just shooting it like wonder what'll happen. No, no, it's rocket launcher. But imagine stop though. I just no, they're shooting wait. at it like this motherfucker. <laughs> stay away from my house. I just want to ask you this: you've oh, you've that's so you've spent. Funny. 25 years going to school you worked your way up you got a you got a scholarship to harvard and you pass with flying colors and you finally work your way into politics and you make your way all the way into the white house and you're sitting at a meeting and the president of the united states stands up and says what if we shoot a nuke into all the hurricanes do you not just sit there and go well this is all for nothing like i just don't i i cannot imagine that thought being brought up at the highest level of meetings. Maddie. Yeah. I know we've talked about this before, but the highest minds sent a nuke into space. Okay. That's a little bit different. It is not a little bit it's different. It's a lot different. Well, it's different, but. Sending okay. a nuke into space. Space is infinite. Shooting a nuke at a weather pattern. Oh, I mean, that's insane. Oh, my point is, Matt, they could have shot works. that nuke into space. We had zero, zero idea as to what was going to happen. Kamari, did you say till it works? <laughs> See, this is the fucking problem. And it could have knocked the earth off its axis somehow. And that could have started Kamar's ice age. No, no. Here's the best thing. You shoot a nuke and a hurricane. It blows up. It just spreads radiation everywhere. <laughs> do you hear what Elon wants to do? No. He wants to nuke Mars. To terraform oh yeah, it. I saw that. I saw. Okay, that. if we can bounce off here, we're like, I, I, oh yeah, we got to be done. It's two forty. Um, Jesus Christ. Well, okay, that enough po- post Joe for that. We'll post Joe that. Um, as the as the pages turn aggressively, Donald Trump was shooting a hurricane. It happened after this podcast. <laughs> what he's talking at, about right now? At one point in this podcast, so um, Everlast says something about aliens in the past. And Joe says, and he was, it didn't seem like he was joking. It just seemed like he was making a, a statement. Oh, yeah. Aliens came and implanted things into our minds way back in the day and altered our gene pool. And then they just kind of kept on talking. <laughs> it was three and a half hours. He, Joe pulled the shoot on this one. I think Everlast would have stayed for three days. Oh, yeah. We know. Like they would have started a fire in the middle of the fucking... Is Everlast not uh, big anymore? No. Like, does he have to be on this podcast to push his record? No, royalty. Yes, yes he does. Yes. No, that's my question. Jump around. He's never Listen, doing anything uh, that's again. not no, no, my no, point. That's not what I'm asking. That's not what I'm asking. He's asking about moving his music. Yeah. yeah. Like, is he, he has there? to be on this. He said he released his there's, album last year. There's a reason he sang on this podcast and didn't just come on and yes, do the podcast. There is a reason, Simon. And I don't but think- to Kamar's defense... He like like you don't think Joe was like dude. Oh wait, hold on. Sing. I got to make this point too. When he was sitting there and he was like talking about how everywhere he goes, he hears jump around, and it's like culturally this like thing bigger than him. I couldn't help but think to myself. I was like, yeah, you know, he's right. Like he's up there with Queen. Like it's you like, hear, like but but then I was like, you know, you also hear Cotton Eyed Joe at those same events all the time. So eh, I don't know. I mean. Uh, it's kind Joe of a Brown, toss up Joe Brown's better to me than Cotton Eye Joe yeah but I'd say it's, it's in the middle and when they were to- talking about Darude oh the, my god yeah the worst song 
That was crazy when they were talking about that. But hold on. I just well, want to... That's I what I want something you. I wanted to Simon, say. Simon, my point... Totally you should have talked about Trump. Stop. My point was just this, is like Queen and We Will Rock You and We Are the Champions, that's like the pinnacle of arena, like sporting songs. Yeah. Jump Around is like a filler. And Cotton no. Eye Joe was... Yes. There was a time when it oh, came yeah. on and the, the bar went crazy, man. Whatever. And they still went... It's a bunch of losers what's going crazy, really, but it's the bar. What is the bar? What's really funny, though, is that... Uh, when a, he sees a fighter who ha- has jump around as their music and he doesn't know why it's he's Dana. like Dana Dana cut his choice and this is what he plays when he cuts his choices so anytime you see jump around it's probably Dana has vetoed the guy's music but that makes total sense Dana being from Boston yeah. I could totally see him in the 90s like some grimy like Hey, get in the car. Let's put on House of Pain. What Everyone is that? Uh, like hey, him. what's that? There's actually a song that made the billboards back in the day that's called like ESPN Sports Bonanza or something. And it's that. I don't even fucking remember what it, but it's some famous. You'll totally recognize it when you hear it. Don't no, know. you don't know what I'm we'll talking We'll pull about. it up in the pojo. We got to be done. Rate right. this episode. Oh, my God. Simon, we're two hours and 45 minutes in. Yeah, we're in. done. We're done. Whatever, man. Like, I don't even know what we spoke about. This is about. crazy. That, he, four Pojos, two Everlast over there. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> um, rate the episode. Simon, we'll start with you. I give this one a uh, three and a half. I give this one a three, but I love Everlast. It's just another episode. It would have been a four I mean? and a half if it wasn't for the music. Had he done, yeah, without the music, and it had, had he wanted to get in on Epstein, that would have been fun. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, yeah, I give it a three and a half. I th- it wasn't bad. Could have done without the music, but uh, it was a good conversation. I wanted more from Melody, too. I would have liked to have heard him on the microphone more than just being like, that was that two songs was one song on the 45. Like, great. That's it. Um, that being said, Kamar, are you playing anywhere this week? I'll be in Carlton Place uh, this Friday, 8 p.m. Okay, so no one is going to that. Excellent. No, no, it should be a good show. Come out, Carlton Place. We'll see you there. Yeah, no one that listens to the show is going to Carlton Place. Well, if you uh, got time. <laughs> Don't even Google Carlton Place. It's not worth your time. Um, you can follow Simon on Instagram. Bigfoot Sighting Society. You can follow Kamar on Instagram. At Kamar Babar. Babarians. I know you're out there. You're supposed to say for the weather. Oh, for the weather too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you have to say at at this point? <coughs> Why not? I'm just saying. asking. Yeah, I think you do. Yeah. Uh, you can follow at me on Instagram at Floydy, F-L-O-I-D with five E's. You can follow the show on Instagram at J-R-E-E podcast. You can send us an email, J-R-E-E podcast at gmail.com. You can join the subreddit. I meant to tell you too, like we got it. One of us has to start posting on there regularly. We, you, you specifically asked that lovely person could be a guy or girl. We don't know to start the thing. And they're they take the time to do a great job. They post everything. They do everything. And then we don't post shit in there. You're doing an amazing job. I, I was just on my vacation. So I'll be mean, oh back God. to the office Fuck tomorrow. <laughs> We're really going to be coming up with a triple prong strategy to take this right thing down. But what you've been doing is amazing. You got a bunch of meetings and, with lawyers uh, this week. You know, message me. Talk to you. Like, what do you, what do you need to, to stay happy? I, did so just complain. Um, <laughs> also, you can join the Patreon uh, it's patreon.com slash JRE podcast. We release uh, the post show every Tuesday on there as well. Uh, I forgot to say which episode was it. We'll do the post show. They talked about uh, are you kidding me Scientology. Right now? Why are you cutting me off in the middle of this? To Sorry. Wow. Um, on the Patreon, uh, the first three Mondays of every month, 
we release a uh, series called This Won't Age Well, where we go back and listen to an old episode of Joe Rogan. And, uh, Matt, can I just say something? Oh, I'm sorry. Two weeks ago, we did Leah Remini, and they talked about Scientology. I was trying to do a, I was trying to do a plug within the plug. Oh, what's going on here? I was trying to do a plug within the plug. <laughs> this is Matt's last podcast yeah, this, for sure. This is absurd. I wasn't thinking. Um, I'm sorry. It's fine. Whatever. I'm just going to edit. In this podcast, you're just going to hear me talk. I'm going to edit both of you out. Patreon. Yeah, no, whatever. There's a Patreon. If you want to join, it's a buck a month at least. This won't age well. That's yeah, where you are. You can spend more if you want. Um, <laughs> Please do. And if you know anyone that wants to uh, advertise, we're getting some decent numbers lately. So uh, hit us up. American Weed Companies, can we do that? What can't we do? Like I would do uh, until we get a cease and desist. We're doing whatever the fuck. How about that? I really don't well, give right two shits. What is it? Right now um, we're doing Christian glasses. What's that old saying? It's uh, ask for forgiveness. No, um, whatever. You're talking about the photography permission. saying. No, this, no, this is all my fault. I threw and, off the fucking outro. I know what you're talking about. It's an old photography it. saying where it's better to uh, ask for forgiveness than permission. I forget. Who the fuck cares? Something like that. Uh, Thanks for listening. We hope you have a great week. Stick around for the post, Joe. And uh, yeah, enjoy yourselves. Keep your eyes open.